Through the apocalypse. I'm Ben. As always, I'm joined by Gaz. Hello. And Mike. Hello. And this is just to prove that we don't just post memes. Yes. We're actually a podcast. You can listen to us and everything. We're quite. Well, we're all right. We're pretty good. Bar technical issues. Wherever. <laughs> and <laughs> not knowing how to use a microphone. Wherever you get your podcasts from, you can find us. Yes, and on Instagram now. I can't know what it's called. You'll find it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> apocalypse ball. There you go. So um, let's have a let's have a look at who's uh, listening to us this week. To, uh, cities we've got: New York in obviously the United States, Jambai, Indonesia, a Swifter band to the Netherlands, Little Elm, Texas, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Kathmandu, Kathmandu, hey. fucking hell, Is that a real place. Yeah. I did not know that was a real Nepal, place. Yeah. I just wow. thought that was like so, a, so a semi-racist made-up name. My someone in Nepal at the very top of the globe. It's listening to us yeah. three fuckers. Wow. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. I bet you turned it off after five minutes. Though. Get a life, you sad prick. What are you fucking doing? You're in Nepal. Don't climb Everest. Maybe he's listening to us climbing Everest. I hope so. Good luck, buddy. Don't yeah. jump off. Watch out for them corpses. Yeah. They'll get oh, you. Yeah. Belo Horizonte in Brazil. Leipzig, Germany. Bangalore, India. Welcome back. You're always there. Bushy, United Kingdom. Bad Vladungen in Germany. Aridala in Greece, Istanbul, Turkey, Melford, Canada, San Jose, Ashburn, Chicago, Columbus, Portugal, America, all in there. Cloverly in Australia, Guadalajara in Spain, Benton, Arizona, Arkansas. Arkansas. I always get them two mixed up. Arkansas and, and Shady Nasty, New York. <laughs> I, I can't say the name, it's like Shadactity, whatever. I'm going to call it Shady Nasty, you know who you are. Thank you to everyone who listened yeah. to me. And Flint, Michigan, where the fuck are you? Uh, they're all poisoned. After I watched that movie, I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we watched my new Michael Moore, didn't we? Yeah, it's, uh, Fahrenheit 11, 9. That's it. Excellent yeah. movie. Very good, very good. Um, so we're here to do weird news. This will take about 20 minutes, maybe half an hour, see how it goes. And it's just some weird shit we found on the net, really, this week. Yeah. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. What's the first one, Mike? You know, I like to have like the hardest bastard of the year award. Mm-hmm. I can find them. Recently, you know, we started off with that bloke who fought off a cougar. Never the other week it was a bloke who fought off a bear. Yeah. yeah. This is my most cool dude of the year award. Okay. So the world's chillest man lights a cigarette at gunpoint during a St. Louis bar robbery. <laughs> and this is kind of cool as it goes on. A local man with nerves of fucking steel and brass balls to match who was apparently wholly unimpressed with the armed thief who robbed Behrman's Tavern late Tuesday night, refusing to hand over his cell phone and even casually lighting up a cigarette as the robber trained a gun at him. A security camera inside the bar captured the scene. The incident took place around 12.30am in the uh, 3100 block of Memorex Street uh, that a man in his late 30s to mid-40s wearing dark pants and blue shirt entered the bar with a heavily modified high-point carbine and demanded money. 
The video shows many of the customers as well as the bartender immediately hit the deck upon the gunman's arrival. Completely fucking understandable. Totally reasonable response. Yeah, absolutely. But one fearless man is unmoved by the threat of physical violence against his person, choosing instead to remain seated at his perch and casually look at his phone. <laughs> when the robber approaches the man to take his phone from him at gunpoint, the man pulls the phone away and sets it down in the bar before reaching for his pack of cigarettes and pulling out a smoke. The robber then walks around the bar while the man protects his smokes and phone by covering them with his hand. Once the robber is behind the bar, he points his gun at the man again. With ice water running through his veins, the man simply lights up a cigarette in response. <laughs> Apparently, just as impressed with the man's show of defiance as we are, the robber then turns his attention elsewhere and begins forcing customers to hand over their belongings before making the bartender open the till. Incredibly, the man waves the robber away when it's his turn to give the goods, cigarette still in hand. What a man. When the robber leaves the bar, he does so without any of the smoking man's possessions. <laughs> now, there's a possibility that this man does have the biggest balls of steel of the year. Or, or he was, or he was in on man. it. He was very drunk. Very drunk. Yeah. Or he was in on it. Uh, hi? He could have been in on it. He could have been. He could have been uh, an accomplice on the inside. Maybe. And he's like, you're not even taking my shit for pretend, mate. I don't trust you. <laughs> nah, I think he's the. I think he's. I think he's just got massive balls of yeah, steel. I think this man incredibly pissed. I'm going for. He, he fell out of a 1970s crime movie and somehow became <laughs> real. Right. Who's that one like action movie that your dad likes? That with um, Charles Bronson, is it? They're like, there's about seven of them. Death, Death Wish. Death Wish. That's it. You know what I mean? That sort of dude. I like to think he's like a Vietnam vet and he's just like, yeah. I could snap your neck, kid, if you were hurt. Well, the thing about it, he's probably thinking, he must have some training, so he might be thinking, right, the second you use your hand to actually grab my possessions, I'm having your gun. Yeah. Like, instantly. The second you take your eye off me and go for them, I'm having the gun. That's it. Confident Maybe. that he knew he could. Yeah. So he didn't lose his shit and then it went his way because the guy realised, yeah. oh, I'm not. this guy's not playing. I would agree with that. I'd argue he knows how to disarm someone mm -hmm. through some kind of training, whether that be martial arts or military. And a combination of that and Mike's uh, <laughs> suggestion. that Sorry, like a combination of a highly trained dude who's been in worse, way worse situations than yeah. this, knew he could handle it, and also had a few shots in him as he was <laughs> in a bar. And he was probably thinking, just try it, kid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hope you try. <laughs> oh... He didn't he try. He didn't try, no. I was looking forward to snapping that yeah. man's arm <laughs> and then sitting on him till the police arrived or punching him now and again to keep him quiet. I was looking forward to that. Would have took me back to Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> the good old days. <laughs> what was that? Oh, what was that prison? Abu Ghraib. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably a guard there. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, he's winning this year's massive balls of I steel competition. So. I wish he was my dad. I want this man in my life. <laughs> Somehow. You want him inside you? Or? Don't mean, no. <laughs> Why did he get gay all of a sudden? Why you wanted, you wanted him in your life? Yeah, it doesn't mean in my asshole. You're in my life, bro. Oh. Like, do you know what I mean? I, I want this man to go with me to bars, for fuck's sake. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Gay Take bars? you to the zoo. <laughs> the zoo, yeah. If somebody starts on me at the zoo... They're going to get their That's fucking it. neck snapped, aren't they? That's true. Or anywhere, not just the zoo. With one hand, <laughs> while he's rolling a cigarette one-handed. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> licks it up there, lights it, and whilst the other arm, choking a man to death. Because he, he said he didn't like my T-shirt or something like that. Yeah. 
That's my fantasy. Yeah, I like it. What if he gets pissed off at you and just casually slaps you in there? Yeah, what if he's he turned up and defending you? you all the time? I'll treat him right. Be, <laughs> and this is how we come back to the intercourse. I could just pay him well. How does your boss pay you? You have the money to pay him. <laughs> how do you know? It'd be fine. I can, I can pay him in IOUs. <laughs> a dude who bores this big, he's not going to take fucking IOUs forever. Well... In my fantasy scenario, All right, which it's... you're not involved with creating because it's mine, <laughs> this guy is just simply killing people for me. Nothing to do with my bum. Fair enough. You're not a power bottom then. No, no just for anyone, if this is your first thing, I, I mean, you don't need a master's degree in psychology to work out what's just happened here. But uh, I do have a girlfriend at home, she's lovely. I'm, I don't take it up the bum, but... <laughs> Ben's probably not going to... That's probably not the last gay joke he's going to make before the end of this news story. No, I'm so, done. Just, just so you know. <laughs> I'm done. Okay. It was getting old, I'm right. done. Next one. one. Gay! Come on, Mike. Sorry. <laughs> I should have read the headline before I said that. <laughs> Bolt of lightning ignited fart gases in woman's septic tank and made her toilet explode. <laughs> or did it? Or was it just a really violent shit? <laughs> the mother of all shits. <laughs> Exploded the porcelain. Mary Lou Ward was left terrified by the sudden blast at her home in Port Charlotte, Florida on Sunday and says it was the loudest sound she's ever heard. She wow. told Wink, we have nothing now. We come in here and the toilet was laying on the floor. There's all pieces everywhere. I think pieces that's a bit harsh. We have nothing now. Her house didn't explode. <laughs> it was just her toilet. Yeah, we have nothing to go on. Would have been a better fucking... Yeah, well, we have no toilet. We have no toilet. I went the police and said, oh, got nothing to go on. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> no leads here. There is a picture of the exploded... Toilet and it's a bit of a mess. It's pretty destroyed, but it's not that bad. It just looks like a giant stuff on it. Wait, you can't sell anymore. Uh, It's lost its functionality as a toilet. Have to get that fucking pelican from the Flintstones in. (laughs) (laughs) Stop (laughs) gaff. The entire plumbing system at Ward's home was ruined after the lightning hit a septic tank and ignited methane gas. Methane occurs in small quantities in human flatulence and waste and was able to build up to flammable levels when contained inside Ward's septic tank. Well, maybe she's going to empty more often. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, so... It would scare the shit out of you. Oh, imagine if you were on it when it happened. Mm. Oh, God. Well, she'd be dead, wouldn't she? Well, I guess so. I don't know, it doesn't look that much like it. Like, if it really exploded, it just looks like it collapsed a bit. Yeah, I mean, the bowl's completely shattered, the top's been blown off it, but, I mean, the seat's still in place. I mean, the handle's still on it. Hey, maybe it's still, I don't know, it looks like a bit, on the, it looks a bit on, on the piss, doesn't it? It looks a bit tilted. I don't think it's still work. It's just, it's just pretty funny that the toilet exploded, isn't it? To be perfectly honest. It's when always... lightning hit, I mean, how unlucky is that? <laughs> yeah. What are the chances of being hit by lightning, and then what are the chances of that lightning bolt hitting your septic tank? <laughs> Igniting your shitty oh. gases. <laughs> oh my god, imagine Don't the, in the, the yeah. Imagine oh. the smell around the local neighbourhood after that's burnt oh. off. Oh. You know when you used to go to festivals and they'd always burn the portaloos and you used to mm. fucking honk mm. of just shit. Well. That's what her entire house smells like now, there's no getting away from that. Forever. 
I had to sell the house. Burn the house, in fact. <laughs> yeah. Moving on? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Trump suggested dropping nuclear bombs into hurricanes to stop them from hitting the US. Now, it should be pointed out that Trump has denied ever saying this, mm. but a lot of people who are around him have said, yeah. no, no, he, he fucking said it. <laughs> it happened, didn't it? It happened. President Trump... Uh, oh, try that again. President Trump has suggested multiple times to senior Homeland Security and National Security officials that they explore using nuclear bombs to stop hurricanes from hitting the United States, according to sources who have heard the president's private remarks and been briefed on a National Security Council memorandum recorded these comments. During one hurricane briefing at the White House, Trump said, I got it, I got it, I got it. Why don't we nuke them? <laughs> <laughs> According to one source who was there, they start forming off the coast of Africa and they're moving across the Atlantic. We drop a bomb inside the eye of the hurricane and it disrupts it. Why can't we do that? The source added, paraphrasing the president's remarks. Unbelievable, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. It's like, wow, that's... Uh... But I thought you knew everything about nuclear weapons. You know Nobody knows my name. You know everything about everything? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody's seen more hurricanes than me. Oh, well. Fuck yeah, that's, that's his plan. Well, um, thank fuck there is a team around him who's not... Do you think uh, every day... Like, like, yes, man. Yeah. Do you think just, imagine it? Oh, God. Yes, yes, my dictator. This is why we can't have a dictatorship. Do you think you literally feel like a babysitter? Oh, I bet they feel yeah. more like they've like, got to be on yeah, it. Yeah, don't say, please don't say that in well, public. Don't please don't say this in public. That, isn't he 70 years old? Yeah. I genuinely think he's going senile. I mean... I genuinely do. I mean, the whole "I'm the chosen one" thing. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he's saying it as a joke, but at the same, it's it's, it's you can take that as two ways. You can say he's saying that as a joke, at three ways. He's either saying it because he fucking believes it, and I fully believe that that man's ego. He might yeah. well believe it. Yeah. And thirdly, he's appealing to that thirty-five percent of hard right-wing Christians who fucking mm. think he is the second coming of Christ. Yeah. But isn't that blasphemous? Surely. Of course it is, but no, not to them, because he is the second coming, isn't he? Did you, like, in the movie, uh, the Michael Moore movie, Fahrenheit 11.9, where it showed, like, the footage of them walking out on stage after they'd won? Like, and he was like, have you ever seen a party of people this depressed yeah. about winning? <laughs> they didn't expect to fucking win that, <laughs> I don't think, at all. Man, they walk out there, there's not a man... There's no celebrating, it's just... Shit. They are literally like, oh. Fuck. Oh, man, I said what have we done? What have we done? I said all that shit and now I'm going to have to try and do some of it. It's Donald fucking Trump. You can yeah. just see it on their faces. Oh, God. Yeah. I see um, he thinks he should have an extra spell in office after 2020. Does he? Because of all the disruption he's had, the Mueller report and all the allegations of the Russian... It's not fair. Threat. It's not fair. It's uh, taken up so much of his time... The fact oh, that he's been accusations again. Bill, yeah. Bill Maher does say it best. He is a whiny little bitch. He yeah. is a whiny little bitch. Is, yeah. But don't you find that most right-wing people are whiny little bitches, as well as the left-wing people? Mm. Yeah, everyone is, basically. That's why you know, we stick in the middle. Because you could say, because I spend a lot of time complaining to you two, don't I, off, off mic, sometimes on mic, about the, the outrage culture and the, the, everyone being so offended and cancel culture and all that. But then you could say me moaning about that 
is being a moaning bitch, isn't it? Yeah, I guess it, it is. It, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. exa- I'm being offended by their offence. <laughs> right? Yeah, you've got a point. A fucking... I'm offended by you being offended it's... by something so innocuous. Yeah, that offends me. <laughs> <laughs> it's this fucking never-ending cycle. But everyone's so certain they're right. Where did I get this certainty mm, from? I know. I was like that when I was about 17 to about 24 or 5, maybe, at the guess. Uh, but at age 36, I'm definitely... All I know is I know nothing. Yeah, I, I yeah. seriously do not think i got any fucking concrete answers on anything, right. really. Apart, apart from things I've directly experienced, I could sit there and confidently give you some advice on. But where the fuck everyone on Twitter and everywhere is so adamant that they've got the answer that they've yeah. got on every fucking issue. There's not many people there going, well, I don't know. Because yeah. <laughs> I just don't get involved. I can't be honest. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. Probably the absolute, you know, absolute answer to it. Be zen. That's it. Don't go Stoic. on social media. Yeah. Yeah. So, fuck them all. World's coming. It, it clearly. Come on. We've joked about it many times over the course of this show. There being a very apocalyptic feel. Yeah. A very yeah. End timesy kind of feel. In the yep. zeitgeist. Revolutions all around the world, mate. They're, they're happening, they're starting. Let's face it, even Britain this week, as we've had uh, yeah. we've had pro- mass protests across the country. France has been on fire for like eight months. Yeah, but no one's bothered with talking about that, <laughs> have they? Do you know what I mean? Very true. I still go back. A lot of people around the world are pissed and they're right to be pissed. Yeah. I still go back. Jackass is like this in fucking charge. I still go back and watch that clip of that French boxer guy punching the riot police <laughs> shields. It's fucking awesome. He just flips over the the rail and then just starts proper boxing the riot policemen. It's fucking awesome. Whenever I'm feeling down, I go back and watch that video and think, "Wow, yeah, he wasn't afraid there, was he?" Gotta love that. Fair play. Good on you, France. I don't know where it's getting you. You know my opinions on protests. I love that people do them. I respect you for doing them, but I'm so fucking cynical. I'm just like... Eh, no, I agree. I don't think... The only thing that's worth because me... Thing is, yeah, but the thing is, they haven't got to listen. Mm. No, but it's because actually, there's no election due, so it doesn't matter. And in two years' time... Consistent and persistent. It's the only thing that's uh, worth mate in history, so you're really going to uh, go... No, Mike, the only thing that's worth in history is full-on revolution. Well, yeah, that stems from people protesting. Well, let's get the guns together and fucking storm Buckingham Palace, or number 10, whatever, fuck it. Well, we might have to when the food runs out. <laughs> get the guillotine set up on Tower Hill, we'll have them all in. I'll fucking pull the switch. <laughs> fucking buzzer. All right, then. I think, have we done the, is that the news? Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Ben has just condemned and executed the, the whole entire elites. <laughs> one sentence. Awesome. I've, and doing that has achieved more than they have in all their years of government. It's a win-win. Yeah, but then what if all the elites are gone? Then someone like me ends up in office, like an absolute well, fuck bucket you'll, you'll, you'll be some kind of, I'll make you minister for arts or something like that. You'll be fine. Yeah, I could probably handle that. Yeah, I reckon. Turn that shit off, it's the law. He's already put him in stuff in charge. Hasn't he? Look, he's got the same jobs now. I've missed that bit. Why are you telling deciding what job I've got? Because I'm the last sane man on the planet. Uh, <laughs> we are doomed. <laughs> It'll be a glorious utopia, trust me. <laughs> if you were a wrestler, you'd be Ben the Ego. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm a sane individual. <laughs> none of us, none of us a in reason, this room reasonably, are sane. Reasonably sane individual. He was pretty central. Everything's fucking relative, though, Ben. 
Come on, there's people way more. I'm more sane than those psychopaths in charge. It could be worse. <laughs> Think about it. Think about it. It could be worse than them, yeah. Well, it could be worse than them, but I won't be worse than them. <laughs> Should we wrap this? Um... <laughs> it's a funny old day, isn't it? What's anyone out in here? <laughs> oh man! Well... I'm only joking. I'd vote for you over Buzzer. There you go. I've got one vote, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Mike, I'm voting for you. Yeah. Hey, I'm voting for you. It's me or he's Boris. A, he's a pacifist. He can't I'm running against you, motherfucker. No, it's okay. Well, in keeping Mike's leading the protest. Well, in keeping with the day's topic of the Clinton kill list, I'll just have your shot. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't really matter. That's it. They just joke about it. And you yeah, I just joke them. about it. Hey, remember, they they remember, think I kill people. Remember, <laughs> hey, remember Mike? Remember him? Look what happened to me. That's why I'm fighting against you because you're a fucking psychopath. Because you can give people all the liberty you want, but you still have to have that iron, iron fist in reserve. All right, iron fist. <laughs> <laughs> but not that shitty Netflix show. That was terrible. Ah, oh, I tried so hard to like it. Yeah, yeah I watched the first season. Like, this is terrible. Oh. But I did like Defenders. It was yeah, it was better than. Um, to be honest, I didn't finish Defenders. You just reminded me of that now. Is it still on Netflix? I it's think not so. Yes. Forever. I think when the Disney deal happened and the Disney Channel. Their online service happens. They get. They're starting a subscription service, basically. They are. Yeah, yeah. You will not see a single Disney movie on any other platform. Then you'll have to get the Disney. But I'm, I'm going to end up signing up for it yeah, me, because of all the too, original yeah. stuff that yeah. you see in the trailer for that Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good. We're tangenting now, but that, yeah, that looks great. There's, there's a lot of other things. And apparently, the, um, well, the Marvel universe is going to have spin-off shows, shows and you know, it's with the cinematic people. Like, yeah, it's so it's on Tom Hiddleston's playing Loki. Yeah, so you get ten pound a month, yeah, whatever right. it's going to be. Uh, but. I will say the Netflix Marvel stuff, and I, 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 I'm going to make well, Punisher, Daredevil, Defenders, top three. Yeah, I would agree. We're all gritty and dark as fuck, and as far removed from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I think, in awesome. terms of just how it was, and the fact that Frank Castle has no problems with just blowing someone's brains out yeah. at point blank range. You wouldn't, see, you wouldn't see that on screen in the cinema. No. As, uh, Captain America does kill people, though. Well, yeah, but not sort of punching them to death. I mean, yeah. he might kick them off a building. Yeah, he does chuck people over balconies and stuff like that, doesn't he? And, like, downstairs and things. But anyway... Do you think at the end of Endgame, when all them portals open, spoilers, like, you had, like, the Defenders, like, you know, you had the Punisher and all the... the oh, dead, they were people, just like, any minute now, any nerds, minute now. If, they, if that happened and the, the TV universe appeared in that scene, a lot of people would have... Would have suffered like spontaneous human combustion. I would have. In that I mean, like, Punishes that! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> just left comatose. Like someone who does too much drugs and it fucks with them, they never recover from it. Well, I was sat in them reclining chairs at the Ocean if you haven't been to the, the new mm. Go. Right? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's fucking awesome. You just got this reclining chair to yourself and the tray that swings out. Yeah. And yeah, if I'd have seen the Punisher rock up in the bat in that battle, I'd have probably ejaculated myself into a into a <laughs> state of comatosis. <laughs> Same here. So yes, today we're going to talk about the Clinton body count or the Clinton kill count or the Clinton hit list. Basically, the theory that the Clinton body count refers to a theory, parts of which may have been advanced by Newsmax publisher Christopher Ruddy, and amongst others, Donald Trump, Alex Jones, QAnon. The Clintons have got a, quite a high body count of people they don't like or fell out with or disagreed with or 
may go to the press and tell them what they're up to. Well, Estimates range between 30 and 70 dead people. I've got a number of 90. 90? But that bit isn't a conspiracy, though, is it? Loads of people connected to them in some way have died in plane crashes and murders. Well, if we look at the sceptical side of things, some of these people on this list are still alive. Okay. You know, some can be explained. Mm. I think there's two or three that are a bit iffy if we look at it through a sceptical... Well, also, you're coming at it from an opposing view, so they're going to try and debunk it. Supporters of the Clintons will always try and debunk it. But, but what I'm trying to say is that it, trying to connect them all and say it's related to to Hillary and, and Bill, that bit's the conspiracy. The fact that a fuckload of people who either worked for them, worked for their organisation, were connected to them politically somehow... Or harassed. ...have fucking died in... Plane crashes and suicides and all sorts, which we'll get into later. So w what I'm trying to say is that bit isn't a conspiracy. Linking them all together and saying it's their fault and they ordered it all. Yes. That bit's a conspiracy. So you could say, don't be mates with the Clintons. It's quite unlucky. Yes, Jeffrey. Jeffrey who? <laughs> oh, Mr Epstein. <laughs> we watched a, a documentary about the Von Erich family today, the wrestlers. Five or six brothers and five of them died. Uh, either through suicide or shit circumstances. And I was saying to Leona, like, well, there's a fucking... Well, I'm not a religious person or whatever, but some weird fucking jinx on that family. Well, the, Is the, there the, some weird fucking jinx on the Clintons? Well, or if the, you the, work for them, you the, die. The, the Kennedys as well as the, the famous Kennedy curse. Mm. Was yeah. it? Yeah, uh, yeah, because, yeah, I mean, if you think of it, JFK was obviously assassinated. Oh, His yeah. brother was assassinated. Was. His son died in a plane crash. Mm. Um, there's apparently you know, this, this curse on the Kennedy family. Is, is it, when you say curse, do you mean C-I-A? <laughs> well, I could be saying C-I-A. I could be saying Italian mob. It could be I could some be saying weird... communism. It could, I could be, be saying some, anything. It could be some weird metaphysical fucking like, um, <laughs> hex set upon this family. Or it could be that the C-I-A killed them all because, you know, they're the Kennedys. Yeah. <laughs> They're just too powerful for their own damn good. But anyway, that works in the reverse with the Clintons, and they kill people because they think they're going to dick them over in some possible way. Now, this was brought to attention by a documentary, a pseudo-documentary nonetheless, called The Clinton Chronicles, which specifically accuses Bill Clinton of multiple crimes, including murder, but the main ones are, number one... Why is it... Hang on, sorry, why is it a pseudo-documentary? Um, because... It was, there's no proof, it's hearsay. They okay. presented this as fact, right. but really the evidence is a little bit tenuous. Okay, but it's I still, mean, like, it is still a documentary. Though. It's a documentary. It might, a, it might be a false one. Yeah, but in the same <laughs> way that Spinal Tap works. is a pseudo-documentary. No, that's, no, that's a piece of work of fiction. It's a mockumentary. A mockumentary. I just thought, I've never heard that term before. I guess it's just saying, yeah, it was all based on hearsay. It's like, pseudo, it's like Ancient Aliens is a pseudo-documentary, when you watch that on the History Channel. No, no, I guess I'm just getting into, I'm talking about semantics, I guess. Calling it, whether or not the content of the documentary is factual or not, it's still a fucking documentary. Yeah. It's not. Like, do you know what I mean? You could, I, just, I was just confused by that term. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah So, anyway, these crimes include, after murder, being a drug addict... Mm, possibly. Killed someone because they were a drug addict. No, yeah, no. His Bill crimes Clinton's are... Bill Clinton is a, a drug, drug addict. addict. Yeah. Okay. Um, what I drug specifically is he addicted drug addict? 
I wouldn't say addict. Could, could be, be painkillers. Big be time user of man. Opiates. Yeah, it's got to be. Listen, I got to taste. As somebody who has used and abused cocaine, my experience is it's like a, 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 a few handful types of people that do cocaine. There's like the sort of lower level like party people. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. the people I was mixing with. Nobody's rich or famous or anything. And then it's fucking uber prevalent in people with money, high powered jobs, long jobs, hard jobs. Just to fucking keep you going and keep mm. you feeling fucking good all the time, and it's a, a self-perpetuating thing because you feel good doing it. It's expensive to get, you know what I mean? Like, I just think the idea of any fucking governor, anybody like that, like people like, of course they try and scuff it. Of course he wasn't doing cocaine. He was. I think you're fucking naive to think he mm. wasn't. Yeah. I doubt that anyone in the halls of power in the Western world isn't doing cocaine. It's madness. I, I think. Especially the especially the guys like the pressure tachés and the staff who are on the go twenty four seven. We can't prove that he ordered the deaths of anyone, but this is the yeah. first accusation on the list there. And for this one, we do know some factual things. We know that masses amounts of cocaine were being allowed to be brought into the US. Oh well, I was gonna, yeah, that's, that's down on the list as well. Yeah, but we'll cut. Yeah, yeah, go on. Right. Sorry, go on. And it was coming in through the state of Arkansas. Who was the governor of Arkansas? Mr. Bill Clinton. Clinton. Yeah. Uh, there's some federal guy I read earlier quoted as saying, not a conspiracy, a federal guy saying, I can prove that that drug trafficking like has tentacles which reach all the way to the top in this state. Yeah. It's a dirty state. The, so, I, the idea that he had no, no fucking clue that that was going, he wasn't clued into it by people higher than him, to be able to turn a blind eye to it. Of course he knew about it. And one of the benefits of that was probably getting some really fucking good cocaine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, if the CIA are flying in drugs from Nicaragua and it's pure cocaine, which they're then going to... Because it will come over pure, wouldn't it? Mm. It will come over 100% and then it will be chopped up and filtered down. Cooked up. Yeah, cooked up, whatever. Now, all Bill's got to do is send over the airport, take his key for keeping quiet. 100% pure Colombian or Nicaraguan yeah. goodness. Take a little briefcase. He'd, He'd have been briefcase. A, a fairly youngish man at mm-hmm. that time, wouldn't he? You know what I mean? And he wasn't that old a president, was he? No, no he, he was, was quite young, wasn't he? So, yeah. I think because he was always grey haired. Is he one of them people who went grey quite young? Uh, yeah, exactly. He's like Steve was, Martin, he's yeah, always. Yeah, yeah, I was looking at the pictures today. Of, 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 um, well, he looks old now, he looks haggard. Yeah. Well, that's well, that's the guilt. Yeah, maybe. Well, the, adre- the drugs. <laughs> well, no, Epstein's gone. The adrenochrome fucking so things <laughs> yeah. dried up, hasn't it? They've got to get a new supplier. So he's sort of aged you now rapidly. Is it on your list that the Clinton organisation is essentially just a crime family of like. Really dodgy dealings and no, money making. Yeah, the Clinton Foundation is. Oh, I know. Yes, I know about the Clinton Foundation. Has an yeah. incredibly bad rep, yeah. which is possibly why they've had to uh, allegedly off. Weren't they accepting like Saudi money and stuff for political favors? Oh, please! Everyone's accepting. Everyone. Well, yeah, I know. Well, you know the, Bush, are, the yeah. Bush family. I mean, when when, 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 when George pa- Bush Senior went to went to Saudi Arabia, he used to, like he was a friend. He wasn't just the president. They were. Yeah. I think Israel's pumping money into Trump's bloody well, charities, isn't he? Of course. So and which well, Trump it? then spends the money on portraits of himself in his golf clubs? <laughs> or just golfing. Yeah. Hasn't he golfed more than any US president so Probably. far? Probably. Yeah. 
doesn't it cost millions of dollars each time that he goes out? Yeah, yeah must think the of the, logistic, the logistical nightmare of getting the president of US Public to a money. golf school. He's, yeah. he's a so-called billionaire. Yeah, why not fund it yourself? Ah, right. Well, yeah, number two. So, drug, I so wouldn't say addict. addict, but I'll say I'd user. I'd say user, yeah, I'll go with user. Yeah. May have been an addict at some point, though. Mm-hmm. Maybe it got a bit on top of him. That yeah. happened to me. It's, that's what happens with... You, you start off like, ah, it's all right, it's only at parties. And then it's like every weekend, and then like you can't wait for the weekend. So you're like, ah, fuck it, I'll do it on a Thursday. It'd be alright. I could do work Friday. And then somebody, if you're lucky like me, somebody older with more experience goes, "Oi, you are on the cusp of putting a monkey on your back that will be on there for the rest of your life. Because once you're an addict, you're an addict. You'll be yeah. fighting it the rest. So fucking knock it on the head for a bit, right? Yes, thank you. I think I will. Yeah. And so I was fine. I know. I, Maybe I, this I, happened to me. It just got yeah. more and more and more until somebody had to go, Oi, dickhead, <laughs> you're a governor. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I knew a guy like that. We went to, I went to a stag do in Birmingham. We all mm. stay, it was stag, a stay overnight kind of thing. Yeah. You know, we go out on the lash till the early hours of the morning, then go and crash in the hotel and get back up again and carry on. Mm. And we were like, well, Where's this this guy? I want to say his name. He doesn't fucking listen anyway. He was a cunt. But he was a. <laughs> Well, he still was. shouldn't say his name. No. And he's but like, they just called him a cunt. Yeah. Well, he was. He is, probably. <laughs> I haven't seen him in years. But he's like, um, but he's like well, where, where is he? We went to his room. And they just went, oh, maybe he got lucky. No. Groom checked his phone. Message. He'd read it when he was drunk and not replied. He's like, oh, fuck. He's gone. This is, we're in Birmingham. It's 3 a.m., right? When we all sort of went back to the hotel. Message from half past three. I've gone back to Telford. I need some cocaine. That's perfectly reasonable behaviour. <laughs> 3am, taxi back to Telford from Birmingham to buy some cocaine. Yeah, because the man wanted to stay on it. He, he, I, yeah, he never came back. He didn't come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he couldn't afford it. Um, <laughs> that, that, in my opinion, is a problem. Now, when it gets to a problem is what started happening with me as well is... Thieving. Because I'm a drinker. No, I never <laughs> had to rob my nan. Prostituting yourself. I've always had a job. <laughs> <laughs> like Bill Hicks said, did a lot of drugs, never lost <laughs> one fucking job. Had a time in my life. But anyway, it gets to the point where, because you, you, you drink with it, where the prospect of going to a party and you haven't got any Class A's, and you're like, fuck. Because basically with Coke, alcohol, and or speed, alcohol does not hit you. Mm. So you can go from your usual eight cans, to, I'm not exaggerating, you can do like 20 cans over an extended period and not even anyway. not even feel pissed though. No, I can't do that. To be completely <laughs> still, just compassmentous, not falling about, nothing, because the speed is that much stronger. You know yeah. than the alcohol. I've, um, I've done speed and beer. Yeah, yeah. You can just drink and drink and drink. The same with coke. Where's it going? Never done oh, coke. Yeah. So so the prospect then sometimes you realise you got a problem. Then you're invited to a party, but you can't get hold of anything, and you're like, I can't do it. I can't, I can't drink without it. Like four cans, I'll be fucked. Like, nah, I'm not going to go to the party. And then you re- you know what I mean? And you're like, oh, fuck. This is yeah. not normal behaviour. <laughs> so anyway, I sympathise with you, Bill. <laughs> In at number two, having affairs and sexually harassing several women. Well, we can probably agree with that one, yeah, can't we? Yeah, that's quite blatant, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say so. Yeah. I did not have sex with that woman, Mr. Yes, Wings. but you did. You did put a fucking cigarette in a... a cigar. Cigar in a pussy. And then smoke it. all over which, her dress. Which, which, let's face it, it's pretty cool, it's isn't pretty it? It's pretty fucking rock and roll. Fucking over the cigar and then smoking it after. But it, That's pretty fucking no, cool. That would be rock and roll on its own, but when you're doing it on the desk in the oh, office... Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Mm. There's just a whole other level just of Just lock gangster. the door, say to the Secret Service, go inside. Just give me, just give me ten minutes. But you know they'll be lock watching the on the cameras anyway, you oh, don't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, no, don't there, was thing, there was a thing called Trooper Gate. Trooper Gate, okay. There's a... We're using our Kansas State Police to facilitate sexual liaisons and intimidate accusers. Wow. So they're using Bill's head of, our, head of the state. Yeah. The police are technically under his jurisdiction. He's like, you know, that woman's... Uh, I, I fucked this woman the other week and she's going to come out in the public and say it, so I want you to go around her house and intimidate her. Yeah. Uh, that's, I, I think you'd be naive to think that yeah. someone in that power doesn't yeah. do things or like that. Or find, me some, find me some hoes to fuck and then shut them up. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. I agree fully with that one in all fairness. I'm not saying all fucking senators and men in power are like that. No, Bernie but Sanders isn't, is he? Who? Bernie Sanders. Oh, Bernie, no. Bernie's never no. fucking slapped a no. hoe around in a hotel no. room. No, he's like, never done coke, coke I don't think. No. He might have coke when he was a student. Yeah, I reckon he smoked pot. Smoked pot, definitely. Joe Rogan asked him about it. I can't remember what he said. Uh, he said he didn't do yeah, anything for I, him. I think he uh, said, yeah, he did. Everyone did. It was a 60s, hasn't mm. he? Yeah, so, no, no, no. he said. He goes. I didn't really enjoy it. It wasn't for me, so mm. I just didn't do it anymore. Fucking fair enough. Yeah. But I heard a good uh, little thing about the Clintons, or not a good thing, but like they uh, they've got a sort of um, policy. The pair of them of like when you're accused of something, you stick to you, you lie and you stick to the lie, just absolutely fucking yeah. adamantly, and that's the game plan. I did not have sex with that woman. Clinton, uh, Hillary with the emails and all that. It's yeah. like that's their philosophy. I think just that's like, everybody in power does. I guess yeah, but they're just they're absolutely yeah. dogmatic at it. Like, do you know what I mean? Well, he still it, denies it. He still yeah. denies the Lewinsky, Lewinsky affair. Of course, he can't go back on it, can he? Well, he can't. No. Yeah. You think he wouldn't matter? No. You know, he's, fucking, no. He's, he's in his seventies. What the fuck's it matter? Yeah, all right, I did. Fuck it. I, I didn't didn't inhale. Again, I? Remember that one? I didn't inhale. No, oh, yeah. I puffed on it, but I didn't inhale. Like it fucking matters. Like that makes you less of a. They all say that though, didn't they? I didn't inhale. Yeah. Yeah. You ever tried my? Well, it was a let off, wasn't it? Yeah, you ever tried marijuana? Yeah, I tried it, but I didn't inhale. You're like, oh, fuck off, did? Yeah. If I, yeah, you know, why didn't you yeah, I did. I love it. I still do it now. Yeah, I still do it now. Fucking love it. It's because of the puritanical nature yeah. of Middle America, and that's their mass that they're... It, people think all the attention's on New York and LA, the two coasts, the big cities, the, where the art yeah. and the coolness is, but the fucking mass majority of America's in between those two coasts, Yeah. Right, where it's not fancy and ritzy-ditzy and liberal and all that. It's fucking Middle America, it's conservative, it's puritanical, it's quite fucking religious. So you can't go around and say, yeah, I fucking tried the putt and it was fucking... It's time to change now. Yes, yes, I agree. Harris come out and she admitted to it, didn't she? Mm. Thinking that she's going to get call points. What's on the road? Oh, right. But, of course, but they see straight through it. No, but of course she was a prosecutor and she prosecuted a lot of oh, poor black people. So you, oh, 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 God. And she was laughing on a, oh, on a radio podcast saying, oh, About yeah, trying pot. I smoked it, I listened to it. Oh, Snoop the dog. short-sightedness of that, and she, Mike. And the, and the thing is, Snoop Dogg wasn't even out when she was in college when she professed that she smoked oh, it. Oh, so it's all just made-up PR yeah. bullshit that we... And we but the thing is, we all fucking know it now, don't we? That's why the game whole political games are unravelling, isn't yeah. it? That's why Trump's president. Mm. <laughs> 30 years ago, Trump would never have been elected president. Got chance. That's why everyone... No. Wasn't it tragic, but also hilarious in the Michael Moore movie? Sorry to keep going on about it, but I only watched it last night, listen there, so it's I haven't, I haven't seen all of it. I've um, seen about three oh, quarters but, of it. But it was at the start, wasn't it, where it showed everyone... It was so cringe right at the start of the movie, showing how certain everyone was on election night. Oh, fuck yeah. Laughing yeah, yeah. at the prospect of him winning like it yeah. was... Like you well, said... Yeah. 
They couldn't believe it. They basket just... full of deplorables. Yeah. yeah. All his all his voters are. The arrogance in it. Number four on the list is a misuse of funds of the Arkansas Development Finance Authority. So Arkansas is giving funds by the federal government, the Clintons are misusing it. Yeah. Arkansas. Arkansas. Arkansas, sorry. Yeah. But Arkansas, you know, whatever. Why did I write Arkansas? I keep saying Arkansas. That's how you spell it. Yeah. It's really annoying, isn't it? Yeah. It, it does look like, at the end. It does look like Arkansas. But uh, he should have a W at the end of his Arkansas. It's it Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. Arkansas. Yeah. Nappy sack Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> um, they also apparently use the Bank of Credit and Commerce International to launder money. Mm. Doesn't surprise you. Bring all that drug money in, you got to find somewhere to keep it. Look it at it the problem. Somehow. Look at the problems. Tony Montana had in Scarface trying mm. to get the money into the bank. Well, oh, Pablo yeah. Escobar spends... Uh, well, he crops up in a bit. He spends thousands on elastic bands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he had a problem with rats eating millions of dollars, didn't he? Yeah, so they were nibbling the dollar yeah. notes. Yeah. yeah, he literally had so much physical money yeah. just stacked up in places. So it rotted underground, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, and rats were eating it and shit like that. And, uh. yeah. How did the other half live, eh? I, I, have a, I have a bit... Of, I, I quite like Pablo. Mm. I don't... I, you know, I know it's controversial, but... Yes, he sold a lot of drugs, but who was he selling the drugs to? Mainly wealthy Americans. Yeah, mainly cocaine... people who wanted drugs. Because yeah, <laughs> cocaine at the time was a high-profile drug. It was the actors, the, 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 the wealthy who had it. And he made a lot of money out yeah. of them. But what did he do with that money? Yes, all right. He had his massive mansion, and he bought all his mates dirt bikes. But he also built hospitals and schools and stadiums and encouraged the, the communities. He put them, He put some of the money back, at least. Yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't do that if I was him. <laughs> That's because you're a cunt. Oh, I don't deny that. I don't deny that at all. But you know what I'm saying, didn't you? I mean, he didn't have to do it. He could have been a cunt. I think yeah. we talked about this on our Gary Webb episode, but I'll just touch on it briefly. It's just a brief fact that I find just so fucked about America and the world, really. But that So cocaine and crack cocaine are essentially the same thing, but... Crack cocaine has been cooked down with other chemicals and split up so you can make more profit and more, and that's at a street level that you get crack yeah. cocaine. Whereas cocaine is a more of a white collar. And isn't uh, cocaine drink. powder and the crack is a, a rock for? Yes. Now, same chemical though, mm. essentially starts off as the same thing. But the punishment for the two differs though. Of course. Yeah. I can't remember the exact figures though, but it's something like. Essentially, if, if you're a young black man. It gets caught on the streets with crack cocaine, you might go to prison for the rest of your life. Yeah. Or if you're a white guy, gets caught with a bit of powder cocaine, it's literally treated as a different... The two drugs I, I are in different, it, yeah. different scheduled drugs and, yeah. and treated differently. And, and that's so because of the inherent racism in the well, yeah, uh, American system? And Well, there's also... There's definitely racism, of course, but it, I think it's a kind of classism oh, yeah, as well. that's mixed Definitely. into where it's like keep the poor down and in prison. Yeah. But you're a middle class white guy caught with some high value cocaine, uh, you might get a fucking. Yeah, fine you hear stories, or, don't you, of like someone gets raped at a college or something like that. Oh, it just goes away. Yeah, and because they're a rich that's kid. That's what dude did, yeah. didn't he? And the, the judge said, oh, he's going to ruin his life. Make some donations. He goes to prison, it'll ruin, ruin yeah. your life. There's some guy in, a, in an American college, wow. he was like a, 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 an athlete, he was and a swimmer, and he was like, he's got a prospect. Mm. He could be a, a, an Olympic swimmer, a professional swimmer, so whatever. Let off. And he raped some girl, and, and oh, it was yeah, blatant yeah. that he raped her. He's like, yeah, but if I send him down, it'll ruin his prospects, he's got a future ahead of him. He just raped somebody, judge. And the but, poor black kid 
He gets oh, sent down. If, the, even if that black kid was like going to be the, the, the next Muhammad Ali or the next world-class American football athlete or whatever, yeah. you know he'd have been sent down. Well, it's back to this thing that we... <clears throat> sorry to the listener we were talking off mic. It's fairly topical. I'll just touch on it briefly. The Dave Chappelle thing. I, I read somebody saying today, well, like, the, the sort of woke people want black voices to be heard. Yeah. Until that black voice isn't saying the thing that they agree with. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But in that case, then, is, is their view that the black the black voice should be the victim's voice? That's how they want it to be, that's yes, because there's be. some weird psychological shit going it's, it's, on it's with It's this guilt, isn't it? It's, it's that thing. collective yeah. guilt that for some reason people think we've all got to have about what happened 200 years ago. Yeah, no, it's shit. Like, it's, it's a but at the end of the day, we didn't do it, and we're all pretty tolerant, so and what's the matter? It's a way overused term, but the virtue signalling... It is real. It's massively real because of online life and social media life. You have to signal to everyone else your virtue and how good you are yeah. and what you believe in by shitting on people <laughs> with fire and brim. <laughs> but then you go and sit next to them on the bus with no idea. Yeah. Hey, something weird happened to me briefly. I follow somebody on Twitter just because she's fit. Right. Like, high, level, high level fit. I saw she was in the same pub that we were in and I felt weird as shit mm. sat on the next table to us mm. and I was just like I felt like a fucking weirdo because I was just like oh my god people are real people from online are, <laughs> are actually real yeah. and, I, and I wanted to like say something but I couldn't say to the owner could I like oh god I hope she doesn't listen this week have you never had a, a tweet <laughs> up no no I just literally followed this girl I, I had a tweet up once like 11 out of 10 and wow. Obviously, I'd you tell me who she is after all. I, I saw every head turn in the pub and was kind of like, oh, "Don't make it obvious." Hang on. Oh God, I'm, I'm a creep who follows her. Sitting on the next <laughs> table. Thinks she follows you in real life. Follows yeah. you in real life. This is so weird. <laughs> and I kept thinking, like, like, she was there with her boyfriend. But I was like, if I was here alone and I turned round and said, like, um, "Hello, <laughs> I follow you on the Twitter," <laughs> but now we're here in real life. <laughs> Can I have a selfie? Oh. Oh. Can we have a tweet up and I'll send a tweet? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Back to the Clintons. Fuck, the world is fucked. Anyway, In at number six. In six. Profiting from drug smuggling at Mina Airport and protecting Barry Seal's drug smuggling activities. Now, Barry Seal was a uh, TWA pilot turned smuggler. What a legend. Who then took the DAA shilling. Played by Tom Cruise. Yes, in the Have film. Have you seen the movie? Yeah, fucking amazing movie. Yeah. And he uh, became an informer. He was killed by Pablo Escobar's cartel in 1986. Please don't hate me, but I can't resist. Back to him, what did he do? Yeah. Yeah, he, was a, he was a TWA pilot who yeah. flew in drugs into, oh, yeah. into Mila, Mila Airport. Was he? Was um, the movie the DA, correct? The DA caught him and then he mm. took their shilling. Started working for them, but turned informer and was eventually killed by hitmen hired by Pablo. Pablo, Oscar. I was going to say, did Pablo actually kill him? No, no, he was. Uh, there was well, hitmen hired well, by. Him. His, yeah, you know what I mean. No, he ordered his. He ordered his death. Yeah, I guess his, he had him to, and his cartel. Well, yeah. you have to, don't you? Yeah, mean? Them's the rules. Them's, man. them's the rules. Snitches, my friend. I mean, that's it. Bitches. Uh, uh, but the poor guy into your face. Yeah, the poor guy likely. didn't have much choice though. No, that's it. Been you, lent you either go to jail side. for the rest of your fucking life, yeah. or you work for us, and maybe you won't get found out, and maybe you'll get out of this in one piece. Yeah, and you might be killed by him, but if you don't do this, you go to jail anyway. So yeah. what you... And you know what? You might die in prison. Who knows? Mm. Who can yeah. say? 
but this was all coming through Arkansas, yeah. wasn't yeah, it? Mur- they also murdered several witnesses to the drug smuggling operation, mm. including covering up the deaths of two boys who were found dead on the railway near the airport. Uh, they were Kevin Ives, age 17, and Don Henry, age 16. And we got a the boys little on bit the of tracks. an article. Yeah, the boys on the tracks. This is fucked up. So yeah, the boys on the tracks. On August 23rd, 1987, the bodies of 16-year-old Don Henry and 17-year-old Kevin Ives were hit by a cargo train in Alexander, Arkansas. 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 As they lay on the tracks. The train driver attempted to stop and blew the horn, but the momentum of the train carried it over the bodies. The death was initially ruled an accident as a result of the boys sleeping on the tracks due to marijuana intoxication. The parents of the boys insisted on a second autopsy and after exhumation, it was ruled that it was not the case and likely a homicide. Later, another pathologist ruled Don Henry's shirt showed evidence of a stab wound. That's dodgy, isn't it? So if you There's way it, more to it, like, if you keep going. Yeah. Um, it's dodgy. A 75 car, 6,000 ton Union Pacific locomotive. Wow. Spotted two boys lying motionless across the tracks. They also claimed they were wrapped in green tarp. Nearby was a 2-2 calibre rifle and a flashlight. The bodies did not move when they bled the horn, and though they stopped the train, they were unable to avoid running over the bodies and reported the incidents to railroad and law enforcement authorities. Uh, by 4.40 a.m. that morning, police arrived on the scene. Apparently, police never found a tarp. The boys had left around midnight to go hunting. The gun and flashlight near the body suggested they were using an illegal hunting technique, which involves blinding the prey before shooting it, known as spotlighting. And that is... Yeah, it I've been, in the UK. I've been... Uh, we call it lamping in the UK. Mm. Yeah. It's very I, illegal. It is illegal. I've been lamping. I should uh, never admit to that. Uh, yeah, I mean, and what did you blindfold? I didn't blindfold anything, I just showed her. Oh. What you do is you, you take a very powerful torch <laughs> and either... <laughs> I read that as you blindfold the prey like a <laughs> chicken. <laughs> now, what you do... Is he's going to sneak up on his fox and get a fucking blindfold on it. <laughs> so I was really confused. What we do that in the UK? What you do is usually it's rabbits yeah. because rabbits, when they get in, into a bright light, tend to stand up and look. Oh. So you have like a million candle torch, and you have two of you, one's a spotter, one's a shooter. You shine the torch around, you see the eyes reflected back at you, the rabbit stands up, and the guy with the rifle aims between those glowing eyes, fires, pulls the trigger, dead rabbit. It's of course highly dangerous, because it's the black of night. It is, yeah. Not blindfolded rabbits, then. No, no one's blindfolding wild rabbits. (laughs) There's a reason reason it's illegal. Although, saying that, Mike, if they haven't got mixy, mixomatosis, Mm. then they can't see anyway, so, yeah, technically blindfolded, but they'll still stand up for the light. (laughs) (laughs) Right, so, these kids, we're going to get into it now, Mike, because we were just saying before it cut, if you're new, you're fresh to this, totally fresh, this case in particular, even if it's got fuck all to do with them, Clintons at the end of at the end of the day, this is a fucked up. It's case. dodgy as fuck, yeah. Fuck out Arkansas, fuck me. Um, anyway, right. So where were we? To the autopsies, the state medical examiner, Dr. Fami Malak, appointed by Bill Clinton, 
Boom. Ruled the death of accident as a result of marijuana intoxication. This is what you're supposed to believe, no. Mike. Saying the boys is smoked the equivalent of 20 marijuana cigarettes and fell asleep, asleep on, on the, the tracks, tracks. bro. Oh, yeah, first fell asleep with 20 marijuana cigarettes. They were so high, man, they didn't hear the train coming, Mike. They, they just thought, hey, you know them train tracks there? That's a good place to sleep. High as fuck. Yeah, because really, sleeping on a train track... Oh, one of a fucking crick in your neck, wouldn't it? Mm. Also, with the ingestion of marijuana, if you're that high, would not your heightened sense of danger kick in with the, the paranoia elements of like? Because yeah. I know the the cartoonish way to play it in Hollywood, not hey bro, man, like I'm so stoned, I don't know what's happening, man. Mm. I'm gonna lie on the tracks, man. No, wouldn't you be way more like, nah, dude, the fucking freight trains mate, come down here, if mate. I was, even if I was drunk. Off my fucking face. I'd never lie on train tracks. No, I'm not going to say that because I've done some fucked no, up things. I have a, you got an innate self of self You might not. I'm just saying I, mm. I yeah, might Surely you must have this innate thick. sense of self-preservation. I don't know. I you think wouldn't lie there and fall asleep. I'm gonna you might lie there you, for a minute, but you might not fall asleep. Knowing myself, how I could have conceivably, possibly thought... It'd be alright, these are disabandoned, abandoned, disused lines. No, in Telford, yes, possibly. And them with another one and lay there thinking, this is cool, looking at the sky, and fell asleep. I could see that happening to me. But the idea that that could be happened through marijuana alone, fucker. And sounding a massive... I mean, these trains have got some fucking big hooters on them, haven't they? But Let's it's just it. the rumble of the rails yeah. when it's two miles away. Yeah, you know? yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a yeah. train expert. Yeah. You've got to, haven't you? That, I guess that, that, it, I mean, how heavy is it? It's like 67,000... 67 tonnes or something like that. Nah. It's, four, it's 74 carriages long. You're telling me that's not vibrating along the rails? So before we get into the rest of it, where are you so far, Mike? I'm looking dodgy so far, <laughs> mate, I've got to say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, the pair was surprising, but he did not accept this finding. And in March 1998, Dr James Garriott of San Antonio offered a second opinion and was sceptical of findings about marijuana. A second autopsy by a Georgia medical examiner, Dr Joseph Burton, found the equivalent of one or two marijuana cigarettes, not 20. But saying that... But how big's a marijuana cigarette? Mm. Every single one you make's different from the... Pre no two are the same, so how do they quantify yeah. it? You can't like, quantify it, but also... 17, I took one marijuana cigarette and I was gone. Yeah, but to pass out to the no. point where a train's going to run never, you over. Never passed yeah. out. And your mate. As well, you yeah. and your mate yeah. both passed out to the point the no, train I've never passed you. out on weed. Have I passed out? Because weed. weed and alcohol have passed out. See, one to two, right, one to two is still, no matter how much you're packing it, is not 20, is it? Let's face it. You can't. 20 joints. Yeah, you, can't, you can quantify so one kids, or two or 20. But I so those kids that. went out there and sat for two, three hours and fucking power smoked. 20 fucking joints. Yeah, actually, they weren't Each. there for like an hour and a half, really. I mean, they went out there at uh, midnight. And, oh, sorry, they went out there about mid Didn't they go at midnight and they found the bodies at 4.40? The, the train hit them at 4 o'clock? 4.40, So yeah, 6,000 yeah. tonnes that train weighed. 4.40am um, it hit them. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. 4.40am police arrived on the scene. So it was early hours of the morning. The boys left at around midnight. Right. So in four hours, they've came 20 joints each. Uh, that's uh, like five an hour. Rolling. It's the problem with it. This was the 90s, and I guess the arrogance of these people, this is me just speculating, all right, I can't back this up factually, but the arrogance of these people to think, 
Oh yeah, but marijuana is not as prevalent as it is right now today. So remember what we were talking about off mic about when you study a play, social, yeah. historical and political context. Let's put marijuana into social, political, historical context. Oh, yeah, you're right, In the yeah. sort of mid to late 90s, it was still very much seen as a drug. Oh yeah. Wasn't yeah. it? It's, dr it's a drug. It's in the same category as the other drugs. Right? So it might be conceivable for them in their arrogance to think, we could fucking tell America that you smoke 20 marijuana cigarettes and you'll be so fucked, you'll fall asleep on a train line. Yeah, it's, it's, run it's, over it's by good a train. PR for the fact that you, even though you're bringing drugs into the country, but you're everyone appearing anti-drug. But everyone who actually uses marijuana at the time and now looking back, but everyone at the time who actually smoked it would have been looking at this going, fuck off. Yeah, absolutely. Abs but if you've got absolutely zero experience of marijuana yeah. personally... Of course. In 1997 or 1998, does it? Can you not? I can conceive of a lot of people being able to be told, "Oh yeah, you smoke 20 marijuana cigarettes, you'll fall asleep to the point where a fucking freight train will run you over." <laughs> Just say no, kids. Yeah. Whereas what every if... stoner alive at the time would have been thinking, "Fuck no." But they uh, believe reefer madness in the exactly. 30s. But I also want to point out how the autopsy was uh, 1988, the second one. When was the first one? 1986. 1987, so a year later, how much marijuana is left in the system after the bodies have been dug back up again and, te and had this second I autopsy? Know. I don't know how, how, that, how, how, much would it works. how much would that stay in the system, is what I'm saying. So he might find evidence that they'd smoke one or two. The guy who did it fresh mm. might have found evidence it was 20. Yeah, I could... Uh, but there's a biggest... Devil's advocate, knowing but, nothing about but, how de the degradation of a body works, I could conceivably, definitely, in my ignorance, say... I could imagine that being true, that if you tested it fresh body, having one reading, testing that body... A year later. Having a completely different reading. But I guess some chemist or scientist or biologist a, could completely mm, destroy that. Probably. I think uh, it's a moot point anyway, because apparently... A grand jury ruled the deaths of probable homicide. Yeah, um, oh, including so much more. When it, when it was it. found that Don Henry's shirt contained evidence of a stab wound to the back, yes. Kevin Eyes may have had his skull crushed by his own rifle. It was changed to definite homicide. What did those uh, the local, two kids see, Mike, yeah, while uh, they were out mm, lamping that night? Interestingly, the local sheriff wasn't re-elected. And Don Henry's father also noted his son would never have risked his gun getting scratched by laying it on gravel. This also ties into a later point I've got, and I might as well say it now. One of the accusations levelled at the Clintons is protecting a state medical examiner who was repe repeatedly accused of misstating the course of death in several autopsies. Hired by Clinton. Well, he was appointed by Clinton to so make what, that initial decision. Put your fucking Columbo hat on. Just one more thing. What does that tell you? If you've been in... Is it beyond the fucking realms of possibility that you as the state governor who have the power to decide which coroner it is can have that coroner in your pocket? It happens, mate. Yeah. Call me a tinfoil hat, whatever, listen. That fucking happens in America because it's different from the UK. Each state is... A law unto itself in a exactly. kind of they, way. They have an, an umbrella government, and right. each state is effectively yeah, self-governing, isn't thing. it? So in, you you own that county, yeah. right? We've all seen the Dukes of Hazard. 
<laughs> but oh, you know, yes, I'm sorry. it's in Daisy Duke. You own that fucking county. You appoint the fucking coroner. Yeah. So you're going to tell me I'm tinfoil hat for... for assuming and guessing then that you as the man in power is appointing the coroner cannot have that coroner in your pocket and dictate what the result of the autopsy will be Yeah. using your power and influence. Maybe no money changed hands. Maybe it's as simple as maybe. Mate, you know I can fuck you. Yeah. I can fuck you, Mr. Coroner, if I want to. Maybe I'm the coroner, he's, bitch. Maybe he's got something on him. You find something and you get yeah. and you put him in a situation where you got something and you send a 19-year-old fucking hooker to lure him into something, you photograph it. Yeah. I had to do that mission on Grand Theft Auto. And then you go <laughs> back to the fucking politician and you threaten him with the photos and you've got him in your pocket. Yeah. Or, as we've touched on in the satanic fucking episodes, he's in your cult, you know he's done some weird shit. Yeah, yeah. And son. <laughs> and there is also the theory that Hillary Clinton is a massive Satanist. She has to be. Possibly, potentially. But my point Allegedly. is, already, we're not in the meat of this story. This... Boys on the Tracks could be a three-hour episode, Mike. It's that yeah. detailed. There's so much to this case. Stab wounds, things like that. Weird people being spotted around. Yeah. What did these lads witness that justified yeah. them being fucking shot on the spot? I mean, it says here, one week before the, the boys died, a man wearing military fatigues was spotted not too far from the train tracks. When police officer Danny Allen attempted to stop him, the man opened fire. And managed to disappear into well, the night. Well, that's dodgy to start with, isn't yeah. it? Firing on the police yeah. in military fatigue. Who would who would argue, who would argue identify themselves as a police officer? Be quite obvious, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'm a police uniform. officer. What are you doing? Well, it's dark. They identify you identify them. It's dark. You disappeared into the night. Are you trained? So let's assume, I assume that you're you're trained to identify yourself immediately as the officer. Yeah, I'm a police officer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, police freeze. Yeah, would be the European line, wouldn't it? I'd imagine. Police, mm. stop what you're doing. Mm. You think that will be your in a situation mind. like this where it's not it's dark or whatever it's not immediately obvious or the person hasn't seen you. I don't. It's not enough to just go. I've got a gun. I'll shoot you. I'm sure in your train yeah. and it's like police. Yeah, that's what it says in a movie. But let's assume that it's <laughs> night. So let's assume that he. Let's take a, a, a step of assumption. Let's say he pulls up in his squad car. His headlights are on. He sees the bloke in fatigues. Uh, yeah, he gets out the car. Police. Yeah, issues a challenge, you know, freeze what you're doing. Hand on the gun. Hand on the case. gun. This dude then draws on him, puts <laughs> warning shots down, presumably, not wanting to kill a police officer, because that's a bit more heat than you need when uh, you... Yeah. And if he is trained, you'd think if he wanted to kill the copper... He would have killed him. He yeah. stood right next to his lit-up car. Yeah. He's behind the door, let's say, but he's illuminated. He's probably uh, holding a torch uh, as well. Very easy to spot in so, the dark. So, you know... We fires a warning shot. I think I'd go. Puts a couple of rounds into the hood of the car. Unless it's a weirdo hunter. If it's some weirdo hunter in fatigues, he might not have them skills. But if we're going to assume this was a military man, let's say he had the training and skills to. to Why would you wear the fatigues though? Why would you wear camouflage gear? Aren't you from the local. I'm just devil's advocating off the top of my head. You're from the local base. You're on a mission from the governor. You're on a base. So you've been issued a a directive from the governor. yeah, okay. Or, or a mission from the whoever's in charge of the local base, but who is in the pocket of the governor yeah. of the state. These kids were shot for a reason, or stabbed for a reason. Or bludgeoned to death for a reason. They were killed, yeah. yes. Apparently on the same night the boys died, a similar-looking man dressed in military fatigues was spotted nearby. And was I he case in the spot? I suppose, to, to be, again, devil's advocate for Mr. Bill, 
Is it likely you ordered these deaths? No, because it was in the middle of the night. I think it's a, a knee-jerk reaction from somebody who yeah. wanted to get with some witnesses. But he was definitely in charge of placing the coroner. To do right? the order. That so, guy. Choosing the coroner. So, so that, on that specific night, at that specific shift, mm. that guy who Bill chose mm. did the autopsies that next day. Yeah. So he was could in the I'd imagine there's several coroners. But that guy was the one who was appointed by Bill and did those autopsies. And listen, if you want to go further into this one and that, like, there's a story, like, there's a Netflix thing, I think, as well. And like, the mother for years, she didn't give up on this, and she no. pressed on and on and on and on, and like, never got what she wanted out of Bill, uh, an explanation, mm. an apology. Uh, imagine the trauma of like not getting a straight answer from how your kid died when your kid died in very weird circumstances and having yeah. two or three different yeah, official yeah, yeah. answers and opinions. The trauma is that. Isn't it? Yeah. Of course it is. You've got one coroner who's the state coroner who you should be able to trust because he's your statesman. He's your guy from where you live. He's the local guy. He does all. And he's saying, hmm, yeah, yeah, they smoke loads of weed. Oh, my son never smoked weed. And the dad's like, oh, he loved that rifle. I mean, let's, all right, let's, let's gloss over the fact he's... Got a love of guns, but it's like, oh, he, he, that was his prized possession. He wouldn't let it just lie on the ground. Well, he, he looked just, after that. In weapon. that part of the world, this is probably yeah. absolutely perfectly normal behaviour for two young men, even teenage lads at their age, in rural areas, even in in Britain, because we, we don't know. We're fucking well, suburban been, people. We're, we're, you know, but, we're, we're reasonably we're semi country, but I've been lamping. Or been nah, we're we're, we're, we're very close to the country, but we're suburban as fuck. Or urban as fuck. But my point is that like, it's so normal for teenage lads to be out hunting and doing things and like maybe that. Maybe have a couple of those... joints while they do it, but I bet their dad's yeah, doing not? something they're fucking saying. Yeah, one or a few beers, why not? But something obviously fucked up happened, didn't they? Well, Were they witnessing one of these cocaine drops? Well, that's the thing, is they found one. Oh, yeah. So now they found this a drug drop. Juicy. From an airplane, same as it by SEAL's operations. Because it was, there. as we know, factually. Literally dropped from planes and picked yeah. up by somebody on the ground, was it not? Yeah. Gangster, <laughs> drug dealer style, but all state sanctioned. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, so did they find it? I mean, um, Dan Harmon, a prosecutor of the case, later arrested for dealing drugs, is one person implicated Fuck in the murder. <laughs> Keith McCaskey, also implicated in the murder, was stabbed to death on November 10th, 1988. Former professional wrestler Billy Jack Haynes claimed to videotape the boys being run over by the train. Wow. The case was profiled on the television programme Unsolved Mysteries, who was uh, who, who played fucking Riker. Didn't he do that for a bit? Yes. Um, He'd have been doing that then, wouldn't he? Oh, what's his fuck? That's going to be William something? something Forks. William, William Forks. Oh, fuck, mm. what's his name? Riker. I, he was my favourite character on it. Oh, he was awesome. He, yeah. I wanted to be Riker. Yeah, because he, like, he was number two. So he had the, he had the power, yeah. but he also just fucked on the whole deck be, all the yeah, time. Yeah, got to be a bit of a rebel. He was yeah. cool. He's the one that you think might yeah. have too many whiskies and fucking smack some alien in the face. Yeah. Like, he was, shut the fuck he up. He was the closest that series had to Kirk in a way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's a spiritual successor to Captain In a way, yeah, but, but he's, he's being tempered by Picard's mm. superior captainship. Mm. I want the fucking... 
I want the solo series of him in charge of his own ship. I'd like to see that actually. Because yeah. that you know that I've never captain, thought about this. Whereas the this captain is on the holodeck, fucking in the 18th yeah. century. Uh, <laughs> he's, a, he's in a French, he's in a Parisian. He's in a 1920 shootout. <laughs> he's been dealing dodgy cocaine. <laughs> yeah, what, he's having a shootout while he stood behind. He's in one of those beautiful. 1930s uh, sedans at the suicide doors, uh, yeah. firing a tummy gun while yeah. getting sucked off simultaneously. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Riker, the Netflix series now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Picard, he always held me back, that fucking pansy bitch, fucking limey prick. <laughs> no old grey for me, scotch on the rocks, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> scotch on the rocks and a blowjob. Now! <laughs> Captain Kirk was an F-bomb! <laughs> an intergalactic F-bomb! <laughs> he basically abuses Worf when he's had too many times. And then he gets him in a funny. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, Richard! Richard! <laughs> How come your security officer getting beat up by everyone? And Worf just keeps. Worf could kill him at any second. No, because Worf couldn't, because Worf's the biggest fraud in Star Trek history. Because uh, he's he security, he's the only Klingon that can't fight. <laughs> he's got that big thing, though. Yeah, he does all that. The second someone punches him, he's out. Did you ever he's, see he's that? He's the Frank photo. Bruno of Star Trek. He's got a glass jaw. But did you ever see that fucking. It was some police force raided some kid's room and stole a, and not stole, confiscated a bunch of knives and weapons and crossbows. And one of them, that the biggest prominent thing in the picture, because the police had no idea what it was and they thought they just took this deadly weapon off the streets. <laughs> this came from a 14-year-old's bedroom. It was a, it was a fucking replica of that thing that Wolf Curved uses. Sword yes. Thing. Yeah. Blunt as fuck, uh, and he was there prominent in the middle. Look at this! Like, oh fuck. Oh, and then the comments were just absolutely ravaging them. It was one of them things, it went viral based on the comments yeah. of Klingon jokes and fucking, you know, oh god. So I've got in my room a, a, an Empire Strikes Back lightsaber replica of Darth Vader's. Yeah, and when the police do so finally catch up with you for all the shit you say in this podcast. <laughs> Yes, that head. will be used against you. <laughs> Look at this guy, he's got a lightsaber. <laughs> well, it's fucking pretty cool though, isn't it, eh? <laughs> lightsaber. He has, he has carved into the side of his swastikas. <laughs> no, Gaz is a replica hilt, I'm not ruining that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I please have a break? Yeah, that is so the Whitewater controversy, or the Whitewater scandal, or simply Whitewater, was an American political controversy of the 1990s. It began with an investigation into the real estate investments of Bill and Hillary Clinton and their associates, Jim uh, McDougall McDougal and McDougal. Susan McDougall, in the Whitewater Development Corporation. This failed business venture was incorporated in 1979 with the purpose of developing vacation properties on land along the White River. Um, a March 1992 New York Times article published during the 1992 U.S. presidential campaign reported the Clintons, then governor and first lady of Arkansas, had invested and lost money in the Whitewater Development Corporation. So there you go. They're losing money. Mm. So, well, and should they be investing in stuff like that if they're in that position? I don't know the laws on it and stuff, to be honest. But it it's be... certainly one that's um, cropped up. I mean, I don't. You're still allowed as a public, 
a member of public office, you're still allowed to have private commercial interests, aren't you? Mm. You know, I don't know. I don't know whether that. What it is more than anything is that um, the source of the criminal allegations, David Hale, claimed in November 1993 that Bill Clinton had pressured him into providing an illegal $300,000 loan to Susan McDougall, the Clinton's partner in the Whitewater loan land deal. Is he president at this point? He's the no, guy in charge. Governor. Uh, no, no, he's, he's governor, governor of Arkansas. He's not president yet. No. No. Because he was president in 92, wasn't he? Uh, 92 to 2000? Yes. Was he 2000? Yeah. Oh. He was. That's when Bush came into power. But, no, no, yeah. Is this stuff coming to life? Just, if this stuff If he's a president, then he can't no, have no. these... Right. But I think That's why Donald Trump had to sign his business over to his son, right. didn't he? Because he, he yeah. can't personally, you can't, as president, you can't have what, interest. What I think is happening here, though, is if that's the case, then this is stuff that happened previously to 1992 that's being reported yeah. in 1992. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Might be different as a governor than I imagine. Remember, you can't Sorry, prosecute listening. the president. We're always telling you, listening, you are the fact-checker, but I'll do it quick. Let's get a timeline on when Bill was... Well, you know, um, oh, uh, that governor. Nixon and the Watergate thing, you can't prosecute a president, right? You can impeach them, you can't prosecute them. So Nixon resigned, and I think it was Jimmy Carter came after him. And the first thing he did, because now Nixon's a civilian and he can be prosecuted for Watergate, first thing Carter did was uh, pardon him. Hmm. All look after, the, after their they own, do, don't they? they? All look after their own. The last one I've got, Actually, sorry, a couple have got... Now, Mike, he served from 93 to 2001. So it was into the late... OK, he was elected in 92. Yeah. They were elected in November, aren't they? He served as 42nd President of the States from 93 to 2001. Prior to his presidency, he was the Governor of Arkansas from 1979 to 1981, and again from 83 to 92 and the Attorney General of Arkansas from 1977 to 1979. So it was a right, so I guess it was the cusp of 92 yeah. to 93. They were elected in November and, went then, from, and then they were inaugurated in the, the January after, aren't they? Yeah. So it's yeah. still conceivable, so for the seven months of the year he was Governor of Arkansas and doing his dealings and then... Absolutely. So what, why is this a controversy though then? We shouldn't be taking loans like that to give to someone else no, this one isn't a murder one then. no 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 this is financial i, I guess all right so this just proves that he, he is just a he's a bit of a dodgy yeah dealer. he's out for himself he's out for the family he's out for his he will break the law basically yeah. to make money which is a characteristic i suppose will come yeah. into play when we're trying to judge this whole conspiracy um so also coming up the dense death of a certain vince foster who we'll get to on the list which mm. we've got coming up Oh, right. good case. Yeah, so good. Man, that's usually me. I know, yeah. Go on, Mike. Go chug it, chug, 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 chug. He's chug, saving chug. An, o an overflowing beer for the listener. Did he get on any mic stuff? No, nothing important, yeah. don't worry. It's alright then. Right, so, uh, and the last on. one, the, the documentary sort of hints at is uh, using contacts at Rose Law Firm to shred documents that would have implicated the Clintons in scandals. Right. Not unheard of, is it? No, but it's just, again, it's, it's characteristic of who they are then as people. Like, they're, they're in this, for, they're not in this for the good of we're going to serve the people and yeah. be good governors. Like, this is just all further steps to climbing up the financial yeah. ladder. Yeah, this is just a, make, make more money, money as much money as we can. End up at the fucking top. 
Yeah. We'll be, we'll be president one day. I bet that never... I like the theory that Bill maybe had no plans to be president ever until after he was such a good boy during the whole, you know... Iran contra drugs. Yeah, yeah. He was such yeah, a good think boy. About it, I mean, but then Reagan the people higher than him realised yeah. that he was a malleable, good yep. servant, a good yeah. soldier who worked for the right rewards. He, he wants to make money. This guy's. We could take this guy to the top. Yeah, because Reagan and North were like. It was looking like Reagan was going to be maybe the first president to be done for treason at one point. And then North stepped in, took the blame, and then all of a sudden, oh, all them documents, oh, my secretary shredded them. Mm. Sorry. So we know. So if he, I mean, remember, it's a Republican president, a Democrat governor, but they're all in the same bed. Of course they are. You know, party lines don't matter at that point, do no. they? They're doing it for your country, doesn't matter at that point. It's all they're about part of the 1%, and that's more important. Yeah. Keeping that status and being in that club. Yeah. And, and that's who the world is ruled by, ladies and gents. It yeah. is. Mm-hmm. And you can see there, right before he becomes president, obviously his main concerns are making as much money as he of can off this fucking property deal, yeah. even through illegal means. You know, and then, then a few months later, he stood up in front of the American public trying to paint himself out as a moral leader, you know, as someone who's going to save the country yeah. or whatever, like they all say the same old shit. But well, he's following every president since the Second World War. No. Oh. If they go by the Nuremberg trials, should have been hanged as a war criminal. That is a good question, but who was the first? Oh, it was George H. George W. Bush. No, George H. W. Yes, Bush. Yes, he was. Bush's dad, wasn't it? Bush's before. dad, yeah. The, the guy who complained about The Simpsons. Yeah. When we were very little. Do you have a vague memory of I that? I remember the Bush I episode. Wish. Do you remember the quote? What sparked it? Do you remember this, Mike? The quote? George Bush Sr. said. I wish American families would be a little bit more like the Waltons and a lot less like the Simpsons. Yeah. The Simpsons was fresh and brand new. And this is even mind-blowing to think. Mm. And that, again, cultural, historical, political context. When the Simpsons hit our screens, it was, in some quarters, considered fairly fucking controversial. Edgy, yeah. Very bet, fucking yeah. edgy. Yeah. And like this realistic display of... Remember when, in the first season where they go to Marvin Monroe to the... Oh, the family therapist. Pet therapy, yeah. yeah, and they start battering each other with... It, like, it, this was in 19... Early 90s, yeah. it is. You, you had your Martha Stewart's who were... Yeah. And kids, I made... I had... I got bullied for this. I regretted it afterwards, but at the time when I actually bought them, we went to some market somewhere and there was Bart Simpson trainers. Trainers oh, with Bart Simpson. Yeah. And I was so obsessed with him. Because... Yeah. How I had a cool party shirt. Mate, when I was 10, so there's this new big character and he's a kid mm. and he cheeks adults, mm-hmm. says what he wants, mm. does what he wants. Eat became, my shorts, man. Eat, yeah, man. Don't yeah. have a cow, man. You know? I had a folder for school with Bart Sims on the front mate. with a catapult that says, underachieving is cool. Underachieving. I was in school. Yes, underachieving is cool. <laughs> underachiever and proud. That's that was it, that's it, yeah. Underachiever and proud. I said a t-shirt with his uh, face and said, eat my shorts. Yeah, yeah. mate. So, we're all upset. so then you get the president of the US, the moral majority, that just say no, because it was his missus wanted mm-hmm. to do the just say yeah, no yeah, campaign yeah. and all that. Yeah, he, he literally said, I want us to be all more like the Waltons and less like the Simpsons. But speaking of that, and on the Dave Chappelle thing that we were talking about earlier, oh, I fucking completely lost my train of thought again. This happens a lot. <laughs> what, what were we just on about directly before the, Sim- what, the Simpsons controversy? Bush was in power. Power. They wanted the families to be more like the Waltons and the Simpsons. Ah, it'll come back to me, but 
Anyway, yeah. Why were we even on about... Oh, so around about the early 90s. Yeah. Right. So... The, yeah, Betty White. And, that was it. Yeah. That's what he was saying at Dave Chappelle. He was talking about, you know, the, the opiate epidemic that's taken over. Mm. Basically, white working class and middle class. Yeah. It's not a black problem. And he says, you know, I've got sympathy and all that because I feel... You know, it reminds me of the, the crack epidemic in the 80s in the black community and how I know how we were treated by the mainstream. And, how, and he was like, well, guess what, guys? Just say no. Because yeah. <laughs> that's what I was fucking told. Imagine yeah. how patch you know, and I've never thought about it yeah, until he said it. And I thought, so your entire community is being ravaged by a crack epidemic being made possible by the actual government importing yeah. it in the first place. Yeah. And then they're, they're, they're on the TV telling you, just say no. And then Hillary, and well, Bill Clinton's crime bill, Hillary called them um, super predators. And if you're brought to heal. Brought to heal. Can you believe that you fucking... No, actually, after her husband had slugged the drugs in. That's an interesting oh, turn yeah. of phrase. It is, that's a because power it's not dominance. No, 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 no. I think brought to heel... Like a dog, and I don't mind him an animal. Dog yeah, brought to heel. He's that's taking dominance, them. though. Yeah. Now, if I say these drug dealers should be stopped, they yeah. should be dealt with... Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Right, brought to heel, you're saying, oh, mm. we should control them. Well, yeah, that's see, what it sounds like to me. That's not racist to me, though. Yeah. Treat them like that. Yeah. They should be, they should be controlled they're, they're like a dog. Like, and so we can take we our control cut. What we control do. what they're doing. But not they should be stopped. Yeah. Not they should be, they should be arrested. Not they should be taken off somewhere and put on an island where they can do no one any harm anymore. Just didn't, And didn't Bill Clinton Hill? bring in Stop and Search, did he? I think... Possibly. Maybe. He definitely exploded the prison, the private prison mm. complex. That's for certain. New oh, crime bills, wasn't it? We know the they're corporate masters. And, and what I hate about being called, like, for saying these things and thinking this way, being called conspiracy theorists and all that. And yeah, maybe you could challenge me and go, what, what's your evidence? Have you done any real research? And I could probably say, no, I haven't. But I'm just working off kind of human instinct in a way. Well, journalists like, are putting this shit up there as well, and journalists who've been silenced. I know how know? the managers of fucking Tesco or Walmart for our internet. I know how the manager of a Walmart acts, right, in his own interest. You know what I'm saying. We've had low-level jobs and that. Of course. You know they, how they act. In their own. So then extrapolate that. On your now, level, who are sound as fuck, as mm. soon as they get promoted, they will hit us then, yeah. And they become cunts. Well, all I do think so, I'm the people's oh, management. All jokes aside, though, extrapolate that out yeah. to the people at the very top. You're right. You're, right. You're absolutely right. They only look exactly after their own arse. The they only look after their own arse. They do. So the I, idea I, I, to I think that they don't, and that they don't yeah. lie to us, and that they don't murder and do all this dodgy shit, and they'll never be out in the open, they'll never come out and say it. To think that they don't, and to accept what we're told by the mainstream, that we're fucking conspiracy theorists and idiots That's the for thinking of the spin. We, I'm not fucking buying into that. I'm not, I'm not saying every governor and every politician is bent and, and murderous. No, I'm not saying that. But to think a that none of, of them abuse that power like a little fucking Walmart manager abuses his power at his level, to think that they don't shows, to me, a complete lack of understanding yeah. of how human nature really is. I love it. I love naive, naive, it's naive, naive, childish, yeah. even. Yeah. I love it when the beast of Bolsover called out Tories. Oh, what did he say? He said, "Half of you sitting over there are crooks," mm. and the speaker of the house says, "Retract that now." He says, "All right, half of them ain't crooks." 
<laughs> yeah, I love shit like that. What's his name again? I love Forget his name, he's called the Beast of Balls. He's, he's, he's a Labour MP in this country. This he's not, he's Dennis, Dennis Skinner. Dennis Dennis Skinner. Skinner. He's like 70 something, right. he doesn't give a fuck anymore. When was this? Was this oh, fairly like, recent? Yeah, a couple of years ago. Oh, top, legend, so. absolute legend. That's quite, I love quick wit like that. that is, yeah. Yeah. And he got escorted out for that. He was like, told really? to leave for the day. Yeah, ah, fucking but no. He's been there serving for all that time. The years, yeah. I'd go in there. I'd fucking give him shit. I'd, you know me, I'd, I'd throw the old F-bomb in there. I'd I just the don't thing. like it. Is. Yeah, I'd say, like you it. guys have committed murder uh, and 120,000 people. Do you know what I mean? You're, you're if someone did you're... that though, Mike, they'd become a political hero and rise right to the top. But mm. for some reason, either people are too scared or someone like Jeremy tries it and because he's not right and because he's easy and it frustrates the shit out mm. of me on social media of friends and people who have bought into this thing of he's a clown like family members he's a communist but working class family members who haven't got you know who ate him they've been fed the fucking line yeah. they think he's going to he's a clown this hippie clown jam jar fool who's going to oh yeah what we've got now is bad but if he gets it oh fuck it'll be even worse my yeah. dad's the same it's he's a communist, <laughs> and I'm like, who do you think he's not? He's, he's, a, he's a democratic said, socialist. I said, stop listening to the BBC. I don't watch the BBC. I said, you watch the world news every morning when you wake up at six a.m. You watch the news. I've been reading it's the BBC World Service. Yeah. You're watching it. I've been reading some interesting shit about that because I'm. You know how if this is your first episode listening, but the the boys that know that. Although being fairly politically aware, I do ignore the actual news as much as humanly possible for as long as I can for long periods, then I hear little bits and we end up talking about the little bits I've heard and that. Avoiding it. Ah, oh, shit. We're we don't do a news show, innit? <laughs> <laughs> what little bits of news have you heard this week then, guys? <laughs> this week? <laughs> the week our democracy died. You can't even think of one. It'd be a Come on, show, guys, our democracy died this I've week. Seen, you must have heard about that. I've seen on Twitter this word that I've never seen before, prologalogalation or something. Yeah, prorogation. There you go. It's got an L in there somewhere when it's written down. I'm aware <laughs> something big's going on. Have you heard the... Um, Only from Twitter, though. The I have hashtag. not heard a single news broadcast or watched a single solitary oh, well, fucking second there has been. of television news for almost three weeks, mate. Because that's how long I've been off work. Three weeks. We're in the third week now. I haven't watched one second of television news. Or listened to the radio because I haven't been in a van well, either. I'll fill you in. Only Twitter. Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister of this yeah. country. Elected, shot, un- unelected Prime Minister. Elected by 140,000 Conservatives. I've got the gist of it, mate, from the end. He shut down Parliament yep. during the most important week when they should be debating Brexit. Yeah. And everyone's saying it's a dictator move. Uh, He's saying that it's so his new, not party, what's the word? Government. New government can formulate ideas about the policies to go but forward, he, he which no... is legitimate, which they do, normally for two or three days. Yeah. He's doing it for nearly a month. But he has no majority government. He does. Just about. He has one majority. One majority. That's all actually, you need. Actually, there was a defector today. Uh, so, uh, has he? said that um, he would... He would, he hasn't yet. Until they do it, I don't trust Said that he, will, he will go for the, uh, the, the stop the no deal Brexit. Um, Basically, Johnson wants a no deal Brexit, so he thinks that if he can stop Parliament from debating it, we'll run out of time to get a deal. economic expert in this country, or 99% of them, because there's always that 1% that will differ, 
99% of them are saying, it's going to fuck us completely. He no, doesn't, medicine shortages. He doesn't care, though. You've got He's pharmacies. a millionaire. You've got pharmacies in this country now running out of medicine, and it's because of Brexit. And Kids are eating loot paper because they're starving. Yeah. How are things going to get better? He doesn't but care. The, his power he does base, not care. All he cares about himself. Is the over 55s who sadly turn out to vote in massive fucking numbers because they're all cunts. Right, let's get back to this list because we've got one hour till I get picked up. Right, um, Live inside baseball for the listener. That's why he's going to sound fast. Yeah, that's my point. So we go on the list now of uh, the people they've allegedly killed. Yeah, let's do it. It's a list of 30, I believe, but it could be as high as 90. Clinton Deadpool. (laughs) (laughs) James McDougall, Clinton's convicted Whitewater partner, died of an apparent heart attack while in solitary confinement. He was a key witness in the Ken Starr investigation. Could have been a heart attack. Yeah, another one dying in solitary confinement. Could have been a heart attack. Was he on suicide watch as well? Could have been chemically induced. taken off. We've gone through this. In America, you just watch them commit suicide. You don't actually watch them Literally suicide watch. We're American. We don't get irony, so we took it literally, and I watched him suicide. Well done for offending all of our... 90% of our listeners who are American. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mary Mahoney, a former White House intern, was murdered in July 1997 at a Starbucks coffee shop in Georgetown. The murder just happened after she was about to go public with a story of sexual harassment in the White House. Could be coincidence. Could People be a coincidence. die all the time. There's a lot of shootings in America. Who knows? Vince Foster, former White House counsellor and colleague of Hillary Clinton at Little Rock's Rose Law Firm, who changed all the documents, died of a gunshot wound to the head, ruled a suicide. Could have shot himself. Could have. Ron Brown, Secretary of Commerce and former DNC chairman, reported to have died by impact in a plane crash. A pathologist close to the investigation reported there was a hole in the top of Brown's skull resembling a gunshot wound. At the time of his death... Brown was being investigated and spoke publicly of his willingness to cut a deal with the prosecutors. The rest of the people on the plane also died. A few days later, the air traffic controller committed suicide. Would you like to know something else? The day after, Ron Brown's lawyer was killed in a drive-by shooting. Hmm? Huh. Mm. Coincidence. Interesting. I also heard that one air stewardess now, I'm you, listener and the fact checker, but I heard that an air steward, stewardess didn't die, but died in the ambulance on the way to the hospital, which is perfectly plausibly innocent. Yeah. She also could have, because uh, she, she died from a lacerated, she died from a lacerated main vein. Femur. Yeah. Femur artery? I think it was in a leg, yeah. Femur artery then. Perfectly plausible, could have happened in the plane crash, but also could have been like, whoa, do you remember the bomb going off? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just take that tourniquet off. Yeah. Just saying. Um, C. Victor Reiser, a major player in the Clinton fundraising organisation, died in a private plane crash in July 1992. It's not plane crashes. One of the safest forms of travel, Mm. did you know? Apparently so. Paul Tully, Democratic National Committee political director, found dead in a hotel room, described by Clinton as a dear friend and trusted advisor. Until he wasn't. Ed Wiley, Clinton fundraiser, found dead November 1993, deep in the woods of Virginia, VA, yeah. of a gunshot wound to the head, wrote a suicide. 
Uh, he died on the same day as his wife, who claimed... <laughs> on the same what? day, his wife claimed uh. that Bill Clinton groped her in the Oval Office. Oh, oh, oh she didn't die on the same no, day. She, right. The same day that she said, Bill Clinton groped me, he he shot in the Oval Office, he shot himself. Okay, I can maybe see... The, maybe a bit of a cuckold thing going on there, wasn't it? Or, or just like, oh, she's fucked us. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Life's fucked now. My power political career that I had planned yeah. is fucked. I was going to be a congressman, damn exactly. it. Exactly. If you don't move up the ladder when your missus accuses him of, you were supposed to, that's how you'd move the ladder, bitch. Yeah. That's how I move up. You don't say anything. Or, oh, Bill's crossed the line, the guy's going to talk. And then he was taken. Or he confronted Bill mm. and was, you know, do what you know. Get the fuck out of here. One less problem in it. One less problem. Or it was yeah. a message to her. Bit of both. You know what I mean? If yeah. you're, if that's the day where you're like, and they've heard wind of it, she's got the journalists gathered, the meetings booked. Where's the press conference gonna be? But <gasps> can't attend because my husband shot yeah. himself in the woods. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Stranger happens, isn't it? Oh, you think he'd be there to support her, through yeah, it, wouldn't you? If something, would, if yeah. my missus came to me tomorrow, somebody did that to her. A, I'd want to kill him, but B, I'm not gonna go and kill myself. I'm gonna support her through the time that she needs. Yeah. Another time I saved you, it's at the train station when that guy's How is that even remotely related? <laughs> Mike, I'm looking at you for help here. <laughs> he was sexually harassing your girlfriend and I chased it, you know, you chased him off and I helped you out. <laughs> yeah, I still fancy how it's related. Yeah, but, but, okay, I'm joking. Uh, James Bunch, uh, Jerry Parks. It's James Blunt's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Just Bunch with Jerry Parks first, head of Clinton's security team in Little Rock. Gunned down in his car at a deserted intersection outside Little Rock Parks. The sons of his father was building a dossier on Clinton. He allegedly threatened to reveal his information. After he died, the files were mysteriously removed from his house. Mm. And you'd argue his head of Clinton's head of security knows him better than anybody, yeah. wouldn't you? Mm. James Bunch died from a gunshot suicide. Reports he had a black book of people which contained names of influential people who visited prostitutes in Texas and Arkansas. The black book. I just want to say, man, this, this is just so juicy, yeah, yeah. this conspiracy. Come on, man. Totally. Yeah. James Wilson, found dead in May 1983 from an apparent hanging suicide, reported to have ties to the Whitewater conspiracy. Kathy Ferguson, ex wife of Arkansas trooper Danny Ferguson, was, was found dead. Sorry. <laughs> found dead Sorry. in May 1994 in a living room with a gunshot wound to her head. It was ruled to be a suicide, even though there were several packed suitcases as if she was going somewhere. They were they were for my husband. Just to, it was just to make it easier after I shot myself. Yeah. <laughs> Honest. Come on. Uh, Bill Shelton, our Kansas State Trooper and fiance of Kathy Ferguson, critical of the suicide room's fiance. He was found dead in 1994 June. Have a gunshot wound also ruled so, suicide. Hang on. The, hus- the, the, husband, the oh. husband of somebody else on the list also turned up dead after raising suspicions over the circumstances At the grave. of the death yeah. Yeah. Hang on, of his fiancée who is also on this list. And then he knelt at her grave, put and, a gun in his mouth, presumably, there. and shot himself. Who wrote this? Shakespeare? It's a cliché. <laughs> it's a bit cliché, though, isn't it? I mean... It's a bit... It's a bit bullshit. 13, Gandhi Bao, attorney for Clinton's friend Dan Lasseter, died by jumping out of a window of a tall building in January 1994. His client was a convicted drug distributor. 
Florence Martin, accountant and subcontractor of the CIA, CIA, was related to the Barry Seal Mina Arkansas Airport drug smuggling case. He died of three gunshot wounds. Suzanne Coleman reported an affair with Clinton when he was in uh, Arkansas. Died of a gunshot wound to the back of the head. Well, was suicide was pregnant at the time of her death. I tell you what, if I knew this many people that died, shot themselves in the head. I'd be really fucking concerned. I'd be and concerned I'd be really I was not a happy person to be around. <laughs> I know. I'd be like, why is everybody dying? Yeah, why is everyone I've interacted with recently <laughs> shooting themselves in the head? Am I not a good person to be around? After you take a token, you do Hey, Hillary, why does everybody we know keep dying? I don't know, Bill. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> do you think... Right, go play your saxophone, you Here's a question. Who's really running the roost? Sorry for international listeners. That noise I just made then, that uh, noise was her. Yeah. yeah sorry. Uh, we don't pronounce H's in short. Yeah, we were fairly cloak. <laughs> uh, it was her. Uh. It's, it's an os for a horse and it's her. an hospital for a hospital. Yeah. We don't pronounce H's. Sorry. I've been to the hospital. Right, sorry, listener. Paula Grover, where's it? Oh, okay. She was Clinton's speech... Oh, no, this is dark. This is dark. Clinton's speech interpreter for the deaf. Oh, my God. How could she tell Bill, you cunt? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking these cunts. Well, she, wasn't, she wasn't deaf. She just knew sign language. She's telling the deaf people what he's been doing. Oh, but we don't know she wasn't deaf factually. Maybe that's why she was so good at this. I know she had to hear him to translate it. Yeah. Actually, I've just realised yeah. the flow in my logic and my <laughs> fucking my shock and aura pilgrim and shooting a deaf woman was misplaced, listener. And I will backtrack immediately and read it sensibly like a BBC reporter. <clears throat> Paul Grober, Clinton's speech interpreter for the deaf from 1978 until her death. On December the 9th, 1992, she died in a one-car accident, which happens, it's perfectly plausible, it does happen. Danny Casalaro, investigative reporter, investigating MENA Airport and Arkansas Development Finance Authority. He slit his wrists, apparently in the middle of his investigation. Number 18, Paul Wiltshire, attorney investigating corruption at MENA Airport with... Casalaro, uh, the guy, the previous guy on the list, and the 1980 October surprise was found dead on a toilet, June 22nd, 1993, in his Washington DC apartment. He had delivered a report to Janet Reno three weeks before his death. Number 19, John Parnell Walker, Whitewater investigator for Resolution Trust Corporation. He jumped to his death from his Arlington, Virginia apartment balcony, August 15, 1993. He was investigating the Morgan Guarantee scandal. Number 20. Barbara Wise, Commerce Department staffer. She worked closely with Ron Bowne and John Huang. I guess that's how you say that. The cause of death unknown. She died December, uh, sorry, November 29th, 1996. Her bruised, naked body was found locked in her office hmm. at the department. How can that be an unknown <laughs> death? How can you kill yourself and then lock <laughs> yourself in a your own, uh, yeah. mm. Number 21, Charles Messina, Messina, 
No idea how to pronounce that. No, I'm guessing Messina. Meissner? Sorry. Meissner, maybe? Yeah, Meissner. Assistant Secretary of Commerce who gave John Huang special security clearance died shortly thereafter in a small plane crash. Another plane crash? Oh, yes, lots mm-hmm. of these. Lots yep. of plane crashes and sh- I'll give you the it? actual statistics on how many people they know died in what circumstance uh, okay. later on. Number 22, Dr. Stanley Hurd, chairman of the National Chiropractic Healthcare Advisory Committee. That's a strange thing to be ahead of. Yeah. Anyway, he died with his attorney, Steve Dickinson, in a small plane crash. No, not a plane crash. Dr. Hurd, in addition to serving on Clinton's advisory council, personally treated Clinton's mother, stepfather and brother. Mm. Number 23, Barry Seal. Oh, we know him. Yeah, drug-running TWA pilot. Number 24, Johnny Lawthorne, Jr., mechanic found a cheque made out to Bill Clinton in the trunk of a car left at his repair shop. Oh. He was found dead after he had hit a utility pole. Unlucky bugger. Yeah. That one may be an accident. Could be, could be. Number 25, Stanley Huggins. Investigated Madison Guantri. I don't know how to say that, I apologise. His death was purported suicide and his report was never released. Well... Herschel Friday. Now that's an American name if ever I heard yeah. one. Uh, our name's Herschel Friday. It's definitely a Kansas name, isn't it? Uh, Arkansas name. He was the attorney and Clinton fundraiser. He died March 1st, 1994, when his plane exploded. His planes don't just tend to explode. <laughs> if I was a friend of Clinton, I would be on the bus every day. Uh, these planes, they've been around for a long time, haven't yeah. they? They don't tend to just fall at the sky, planes. It's yeah, rare happens, that doesn't it? But it, it doesn't happen. It's very rare it happens. To the point where when it does happen, it's investigated to the point of like... They reconstruct the fucking yeah. plane from So the they wreckage. can understand why and how and keep it as the safest form of transport, uh, uh, statistically speaking, on the planet. Have you ever watched Air Crash Investigation on that? Bits of it, but it does freak me out too much. Cause I mean, they literally, flying. they gather all the fucking wreckage down to the last particle. As much as they can gather. Oh, yeah. And just build the plane again. And go, all right, then, what went wrong? And they work for fucking years on this stuff. And these planes just blowing up. <laughs> I refuse to believe that. Well, so number 27, we've already been through the boys on the tracks. Uh, there's a thing there that says the following persons had information on the Ives Henry case, which is the boys on the tracks, isn't it? Yeah. So, number 28, Keith Coney. Died when his motorcycle slammed into the back of a truck. Well, Keith McCaskill died. Oh shit! Stabbed one hundred and thirteen times. Who the fuck is he, Julius Caesar? One hundred and thirteen times. Is there there anywhere left to stab at that point? (laughs) November nineteen ninety-eight. Literally, is there anywhere left to stab? No. Gregory Collins died from a gunshot wound. January nineteen eighty-nine. Jeff Rhodes. He was shot, mutilated, Oof. and found burned in a trash dump in April 1989. Now, if that's not sending a message, I don't yeah. know what is. Well, mutilation could be fucking Look, anything. We've killed it? a few of you witnesses so far, and you keep yeah. insisting on fucking pressing ahead with it. This guy, look what happened to him. Yeah. And when you say mutilated, that could be like anything. That could be from like cuts to parts of the body removed, things like that. I mean, it could be. The mind it's basically not a normal bubbles, stab, it? kill, run away. Is no. It? You've but then again, neither is stabbing someone 113 times. No, not at all. Frenzied, ridiculous. You've, well, you've got time to do that, haven't you? 
Is this not sending Same as mutilation, you've got time to do that. This you've made this person be, suffer. And I have did read an article that said this could all be confirmation bias, and could it be. is possible that all these things are completely and utterly unrelated. But if you want to try and join the dots, man, it's fun and scary to think that they're trying to send a message to these witnesses. One dude is stabbed 113 fucking times. Yeah. That's a way deeper message than just stabbed to yeah. death once, isn't it? That's like, fucking... fucker, you and your family, do you want to experience that? Then mutilation burning and dumped in a trash yeah. can. That's a message. Right. I really think that's a message. Then we get to number 32, James Milan found... Fuck. And I didn't even read ahead. <laughs> found decapitated. Shit. However, the coroner ruled his death was due to, quote, natural causes. Get the fuck out of it. Yeah. Yeah, people cut their heads off the entire time, do they? <laughs> people are always doing that, cutting their own heads off. Oh, man. <laughs> was it in the first Highlander movie, you know, the, the fight in the garage? Mm-hmm. And then they find the decapitated body of that Spanish dude who's an horse. And like, hey, maybe he cut his own head off. Like, yeah, maybe they did. Unlikely though, isn't it? But unlikely. Actually, I'm going for James Milan is actually an immortal and that they, 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 someone cut his head off. That's oh. what it was. He could have bought a new samurai sword and he's got alien hands syndrome. Oh, maybe. <laughs> maybe he's a bit of a Doctor Strange love. Yeah. Cut his own head off with a, that new shiny sharp samurai katana. I'm <laughs> Cut your head off to spite maybe, your face. Maybe he's Mine Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> Mine Clinton. <laughs> head off. And the last thing he's, he utters to his lips is, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> so... In order, we've gone from un- stabbed 133 times, mutilated, burnt, and dumped in a trash can. These cunts still aren't getting it. Cut his fucking head off. You there, you, you, attorney, that coroner I appointed. What yeah. was it? Natural causes, it, sir. It, it, it just fell off. Yeah. He smoked too much marijuana. <laughs> and it fell off. The following Clinton, and I'm going to go into a little tiny, <coughs> tiny bit of detail on one of these because I found it really interesting because it links to the Waco fucking tragedy right. incident. So this is a, just a quick list then, listener. No explanations why or how, but this is a list of Clinton bodyguards who are also dead. Major Williams, uh, he's got a double name, Major William. Oh, sorry, I've been really stupid. <laughs> these are ranks, I guys. love it if you cut that, Mike. Major <laughs> William S. Barkley Jr., Captain Scott J. Reynolds, Sergeant Brian Hanley, Sergeant Tim Sabell, Major General William Robertson, Colonel William Dessenberger, Colonel Robert Kelly, Specialist, Specialist Gary Rhodes, Steve Willis, Robert Williams, Conway LeBlue, and Todd McKeenan. Not Gary Rhodes the chef, is he? How did Spike? Yeah, he was killed because of his hair. <laughs> hair. Sorry, Americans. Oh, notice how he's the only specialist. That means he was a chef as well. <laughs> I wonder what happened to him. Mm. There uh, we know. Well, this list was written before... Now we know. This no, list no. was written before the Epstein controversy because it says the most recent is Seth Rich, the DC staffer murdered and, quote, robbed of nothing. On July the 10th, WikiLeaks founder Assange claims that Seth Rich had info on the DNC email scandal. This was the one I heard at the time. Yeah. This introduced uh, me to this now theory of the Clinton body count. With the Waco thing, before we sum it up and give our opinions, I'll get the name in two seconds, but one of... You know in Waco that one guy 
who went in was killed by friendly fire. Yeah. Shot in the back. Let me guess, he was one of these guys. He was uh, shot in the back by friendly fire. Really? Yeah. Well, as you suppose, it does happen. Uh, it, yeah, it's... No. But you'd argue that he'd be wearing um, body armour and back. Oh, no, no, sorry, no. I'm being completely fucking infactual. He was not shot in the back. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of something else. Why he's even more fucked. If you watch the Waco footage... Yeah. Right? And they go in through this window. I could paint this for the listener. So you go in through a window. So you infill through the window. Right. Which is making like yourself a target because you're right. climbing through a... Small space. So you walk in, two or three of them go in through the small window in the ladder. You then hear gunfire and see bullets coming back through the wall okay. the way they've just walked in. Makes sense. As if... Someone's fired back at them. Or potentially the first guy went in, the second guy came in, the first guy turned around and just fucking killed That's the possibility. The second guy. And this Either guy, way, then bullets are being fired from the opposite way through the window. Yeah, but it was then ruled that he was killed by friendly fire. So it was I would, he was killed by bullets from his own. But I, you can see to, the footage of them going in that way. Yeah. And then those bullets coming out this way. The only thing I would argue there is that you've got to look at the caliber of the bullet wounds. But that's bullets. how they know it was friendly fire, though, don't they? Is that yeah, so, they, so let's say, for example, they're using M16 rifles mm. and they're 556 calibre, then, yeah, but. At but the, the official time, story. But, the official story is. Yes, but I would argue that those 556 five, rounds wouldn't go through a concrete wall. It wasn't a concrete wall. It wasn't a concrete wall. It was like a wooden house. Wooden house. Wooden house. Type oh, they're going through that. But then the official story, the official cause of death is the not high is friendly fire. Yeah, which is crazy. The Americans see, are very fond of a friendly fire. Isn't but it? you can watch the video footage of them go in through the window and the yeah. bullets come back this way. Now there could be confusion in that room, a shootout with the opposition. You, you don't know what's happened. He could have turned and fired. Oh no, I would. Well, the thing is, your they're guys, professionals. Your, you know, your guys are all trained mm. to storm yeah. a building. What if you get sh- have I seen too many movies, but what if you get, for Devil's Advocate, you get shot and your finger's on the trigger and you're fucking splaying well, it, it around. Can happen. It can happen. I mean, you know, if you get shot and you clench your finger. But yeah, what if that guy who died in the friendly fire just happened to be a former bodyguard of Clinton who was transferred to this unit only a few days previously? Well, either it's incredible bad luck or... Something happened, didn't it? It's one or the other. Now, also there are people that claim... And the best, the best time to kill someone is mm. during a firefight. Of course, yeah. I mean, the, Friendly the, the amount of... It's, a, it's, a, it's an unspoken thing in, in several armed forces. The best time to kill an unpopular officer is in the middle of battle. And let's <laughs> face it, it's fucking happened. Hundreds yeah, yeah. of thousands of times over the course of warfare. Oh yeah, this you guy's know, your. He's been a cunty for yeah, the past two yeah, years. Now, some people also claim that exactly. That you're gonna shoot him in the back the first chance you get, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, of course. Of he's leading you on suicide charge. Yeah. This was the perfect you're shoot murder. Him in the back. This was obviously the perfect murder. Wasn't of course, it? Like I said, yeah, imagine absolutely. It, I agree. The, the two of them got the ladder. The first one who goes in knows what his job is. He waits till number two walks in behind him. He simply turns around and fucking executes him. Right. The um, of course the, the the fucking argument there is, and it will always be debated, is mm. was there someone in the room, 
Or was there not? Well, that's to, play devil's advocate, to play devil's advocate, some people say that the bullets coming back through the wall were from a Branch Davidian firing at the Yeah, that's what you'd assume. Right. So why was he killed by friendly fire then? Yes. That's so. Because if someone's coming in behind you, mm. you're the first man in the room, the first thing you're doing, you're clearing the room. You're scanning mm. it for threats. If that room is clear, then in theory, you, you shout to the next guy... The room is clear. Who will then transmit that to the third guy in the ladder? Room clear. So you all know you're going into a clear room. Mm. And then you progress onwards. So if he's killed by friendly fire, in that scenario, the guy who was the first in... Sure, unless anyone... Oh shit, sorry, I'm being really... There was three guards. Right. Three guards killed. In that... At the Waco shootout, who were former Clinton bodyguards. What year was this again? The Waco? Waco 93. 93. He's just become president. Yeah. Now, some so people... The, so some they, people they know too much and they've been transferred to a unit that is likely to be mm. involved in these kind of situations and the hope they'll be killed you, off or have, the opportunity will arise yeah. for them to be killed Have off. you looked much into Waco? No. I, I know about it a little bit, but... But I, some that, people claim that you can add the 80 people that died there to the Clinton body count. You, you could argue that, yeah. Because it was a government-sanctioned massacre. Yes, it was. Well, they, 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 they set fire... The argument is they set fire to their own building. But you could also argue that the amount of... They not used, munitions as such, but certainly gunfire in the... The they had siege guns, could have, but attacking oh, they, them it, with it tanks. It was a siege. It was they had uh, guns. We had guns. They had tanks. The government no, had tanks. The government went in with tanks and got. And like this. Ah oh, shit. Waco. We will we'll do Waco one day. It's yeah. like fucking Bill Hicks was there reporting live mm. from the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was recording video there as the siege was happening because he just saw it as an absolute affront to mm. you know Dixie. He was a liberal. What was he describing politically? I guess he was just a liberal. I'd call it I was going to say libertarian, progressive. No, libertarian, that, that's the wrong word. Completely wrong word. I'd say but yeah. progressive. But anyway, he was there reporting on the tragedy as it happened because he saw what was happening. He saw how fucking dark it was. So, transgenderly, then, I've got this little table here that says, and obviously, listener, this is all allegedly, and it could all be confirmation bias, but, it's, you know, we're just thinking about it. So this... It's one hell of a coincidence. It certainly is. There's a lot of... You know, you're being asked mentally to um, accept a lot of fucking fateful happenings, aren't you? See, my thing is... Okay, here we go. So, of the 89 deaths on this list, and this was obviously written before Epstein, and possibly this list was written before, what's his face, Seth Rich. So, of the 89 on the list, it says that there were 59 people on this list died in 12 different plane crashes. That's a high statistic. 13 people on this list were killed by murder. 10 people on this list, it was suicide. 4 people on the list were the... Oh, that says 4, I thought it was 3, but it says Waco Assault. So there was those guys in Waco. And then 3 that are accidents. Like, I guess, car crashes. Getting stoned on the tracks. Well, yes. Yeah, getting one. stoned on the tracks, yeah. So I refuse to believe, I, I guess... I honestly think your innate sense of self-preservation comes to the fore. And, hey, maybe I shouldn't sleep on the train tracks. Maybe That's I should sleep the side of it. Everything about that thing is bullshit. I've even heard on the level, in, like, not even at Clinton's, we're thinking big conspiracy, they saw the drug deal and that. I've heard some say that they just seen something, maybe they seen a person of prominence walking out of a certain location at a yeah, certain yeah. time and it was just decided, well, them two kids on the 
Who are they? The torches get gone, go. Yeah. And the arrogance of thinking we could just cover this up and fob off the mother. Maybe not, Bill was not, coming out of somewhere he shouldn't have been. Will, yeah, not betting on the fact that the mother will obviously fucking fight this dogmatically to the yeah, fucking dying days to get a fucking And so answer. well she should in exactly. all fairness, yeah. But their arrogance of thinking we could just fucking, we, buy, we own the coroner so they'll accept the coroner's the yeah. arrogance of that. The, yeah, it was 20 marijuana cigarettes so they fell asleep to the train ran over them and the mother going, no, no, no. And then it coming out that there was crushed skulls and stab wounds. And, mm. Yeah, you know. I mean, if he, if they did have that, his skull crushed by his own rifle. Mm. Where's the rifle? Why you'd yeah. have blood, you'd have bone, you'd have hair on the butt of that rifle. Even if where's the rifle? Even if all this is absolute coincidence, at the very least, the fact that fucking Bill Clinton employed that coroner. Yeah. And it's not a fucking leap to assume that Bill controlled what the coroner was going to fucking say as the most senior, powerful man in said state, which, as we discussed earlier, which sometimes I don't think UK people understand very much, is that each state is a law to itself and the FBI yeah. is the federal thing that covers all the states. But each state has its separate governor, its separate court, its oh, own. It's remember, you got your own police force as well. You got two exactly police. Exactly. You got federal police. You got mm, state police. Who overrule the state police and like come in and you, you know, know you see in the movies all the time and come so and take if, over if the, the federal police rock up to a case you, and you're a state. Well, that's what's fucked it. about the marijuana law is at a state level it's legal, but the federal yeah. government still come in and bust people and raid people and arrest people and fuck people off. Yeah. Right. Even in fucking state, I think it's happening a lot less now, but I definitely read articles of legitimate businesses who've been running in states, making good money, everything above board, everything legal, and because the state doesn't like it, comes in, overrules the local authority, and just fucking busts They probably have places. that preferred like sellers, sellers. Mm. Yeah. yeah, their mates, yeah. Well, they've got an investment the, in their company. Yeah, the, the guy, the federal chap in charge, thinks, you know what, hey... I'm, I mean, I've got a stake in this weed company. I've got an investment in a weed company down the road and this yeah. gun's killing him because yeah. he's got better shit. Yeah, 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 I don't know what I can do about that. It's capitalism. That's capitalism. It's all Dems alleged. Rules. I know it's all alleged and if you're a regular listening, you know we have a very open-minded, I guess, tongue-in-cheek approach to conspiracy theory and all that. But, Usually all aliens. Uh, yes, but I would say to believe that the people in power, not even at the highest level, just at a state level. And in the UK, if you're a UK listener, you're, you're head of the county. You're the head of the county council. If you think that these people are not corrupt and lying, weaseling, even murderous, some of them, cunts, to protect their own position and power and thing that they've spent their whole life dedicated towards getting, it means everything to them, this position, this status. It's everything to them. If you think they're not going to protect it with illegal means, that's fucking naive. Yeah. That's yeah, conspiracy theory. That's fucking childish. So don't fucking... And it's so easy to tell us we're fucking idiots for thinking this way and going down these roads. It's, con it's confirmation bias. Maybe the Clintons had nothing to do with a single one of these deaths. But to think that they're not dirty, that they're not criminal, oh, yeah. yeah. self-serving... That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So I guess that's my. But the yeah. system breeds, mate. The system yeah. breeds. And the, I, I honestly believe the system is too far gone to redeem itself. That's what I mean. Revolution, mate. Uh, but then you and I disagree on 
how that revolution should be conducted. But I'd like us all just to keep reds down, it all just to get better and not have to do <laughs> anything like that. But, uh, we all, we we all thinking, it, for, for, yeah, for Mike's plan and for, and for, for my, Mike's theory and my theory, we all have to go out there and do something. And not yeah. all of us are willing to that's do that. That's where it falls down for me, see. And that's where it falls down. You don't want to go because you've got stuff on. You've got your arm in a cast. You, you, you can't fire no rifle with an arm in a cast. I'm on the seat. You need less week. than you think, mate. You need week less week than you think. You need like know, 20%, 25%, 30%. I don't think it can be achieved democratically anymore. Of course it can. I don't think it can. I think the system is too entrenched to protect those if you've in got power. A, if you've got a majority in Parliament, yeah. you can do whatever you want. Yeah, you have. Well, the system, the system is too entrenched now. to get those they people. They probably said that power. in 1945. They probably said, you know, the, the NHS never going to happen, but it did. Things can change. Things just, legislation can be put in place. I think it's gone too far. I think there's too many interests. Too many. Mm. So with capitalism, is it needs to grow? Well, as you've said and before, as it grows, it eats the earth's resources. It's a great quote you said before. You can't have infinite growth on a finite planet no no the mass is just not there for me the only way to deal with this is to actually rise up and remove the one percent maybe like they did in the arab spring to a point wow well it was reasonable successful to a point but do you know they they long for gaddafi now in libya Mm -hmm. they do apparently because they had a really stable government uh, Prosperous. And it was prosperous, and the dinar was the strongest currency in Africa. Now there's open slave markets. Now you've got open slave markets. <laughs> I wonder if the people who raked him up his arse with his own. No, it was, it was Hillary, yeah. yeah. To, well, yes. Uh, I wonder she if was the Secretary of State. Mm. You know the people who raked him up the arse in that cave with a knife with a bayonet or whatever. It was so popular. Uh, I wonder if they'll end up being raped in a cave for what's happened. I would since. imagine they're already dead. Yeah. yeah. I suppose I never thought about that. So they they're all on camera, the aren't they, with the gold guns yeah. and they're loving it. Yeah, do you reckon Where did they get golden guns from? Uh, well, they, didn't they? When they, well, when they, they when they his possession. Armory or they've... Yeah, they were that, but they did though, didn't they? They yeah. overtook his personal homes and things and they were there parading around with his possessions mm. and shit. Yeah, that'd be interesting to find out where they are. Yeah. Uh, I think the important lesson to learn, if if you're a dictator... Don't, don't be mates with Blair. Don't don't be mates with Blair, but don't take the piss. Mm. Don't yeah. have, stay in your box. Don't know have, your role at the box yeah. says. Don't have golden guns. Yeah. Yes, all right. Have your mansion. You're in charge. You don't your, kill too many people. Don't Don't, get silly don't with take it. the piss. Don't award yourself a bonus. Don't uh, drive around like the like Rajneshi. Don't drive around in ninety Rolls Royces. Just. All right. Well, have it wasn't your, that did him in. It's just they're no longer useful. They're more useful dead. Yeah, he wanted argue, to. Wasn't Gaddafi going to sell in. He was going to sell his own currency, yeah. wasn't he? going to sell the oil in his own currency, the dinar. That's it. And of course, all of Africa would have leapt at that because they've, you know, he would have probably given them some kind of favourable trading deals. Cause he, the US couldn't let that happen. No. They couldn't. We, what do you think then, boys? I think there's too much shit to be got. Too much as fuck. It's just not just fucking. Yeah. And before, when I was doing my research, I was like, alright. Some of this seems a little far-fetched, doesn't it? Uh, and I've read sceptical articles that say some of these people are still alive. Mm. Some of them didn't die in the means described to them. 
But there's like you there's know, ninety of them. Well, on this and list, three of them were wrong. On this list, there's forty six names. There's up to ninety. Let's say three of them are mis misreported and they're not dead. Yeah, that's still fucking thirty. Mm. You know, come on. If three people, if you knew three people that had died in weird sick, like, and I, I was thinking about this earlier. It's hard to verbalize, but I was I was trying to think in my head like, okay, the bigger you get as a person. And the more power and prominence you get as a person and celebrity, whatever, then the more people you know. If you run a massive corporation, then there's literally thousands of people connected to you, strenuous, strenuously connected to you. So you, are you way more likely to be able to say, yes, many people who I am aware of, not necessarily friends with, have died. But then when you start looking at this list, they're not that strenuously linked to the Clintons. These are people directly, more or less, most of them, directly involved with the Clintons. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying mm -hmm. to you? Like if, yeah, yeah. Like if you, like, all right, as, as, there's this number, isn't there? It's, some, it's got a name, somebody's number, that most people can fit about 150 people into their brains, into their life. There's about 150. I might have that number wrong. I'm sorry. I heard 130. Okay, yeah, but it's around that, isn't it? But it's, yeah. it's got a name. It's the average isn't it? Facebook. But it's called something. Facebook friends. Something's number. It's called. Yeah. But it's apparently the sort of limit that you can get psychologically. That's the limit. To how many people you can keep in your mental rolodex, basically. Yeah. If you get what I'm saying, right? That's how many people yeah. you can see their face and their name and go, oh yeah, that's him. That's. There's a number to it. Brains are a certain yeah. size. There's only a course, certain yeah. amount of data available, storage space. So, if you're just a regular person who knows 130 people, statistically, how many of those people are likely to die? Probably, you know, there's you can a mathematician, a statistician will be able to give me a number for that. So then, all right, then how many people die in like? Plane crashes. Yeah, you know. How many of them gunshot wounds the head? Themselves. Always the head. Yeah, it's. Uh, um, if ninety of them, at least hundred and thirty, are dead, I'd be concerned. But even yeah. if that's the point I'm getting to, yeah. even if you know you're a man who runs, you're Bill Clinton, your corporation has five hundred employees. Ten of them died over the last ten years. You could maybe say that's a strenuous link then. But then when you start looking at it, it's not as if they're saying. The head of the the canteen at the Clinton Corporation died, or the, the the stores manager died. No, these are fucking campaign managers and lawyers and and bodyguards. Uh, bodyguards. Who see what everything did that goes they on? see? And you're the bodyguards, bodyguards who were told Help. not to join me yeah. on the Lolita Express. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Every single not me. Sorry, I was speaking as Clinton <laughs> then. <laughs> every president is entitled. Every president, past or present is entitled to secret service protection for the rest of their lives. Mm. They're also entitled to daily CIA briefings, mm. should they want to choose it. A lot of them don't, some do. But every single one has got secret service bodyguards, and they are the best bodyguards America has to offer. Their entire job is to guard these important people. Yeah. That's their job. Now, if they're getting transferred off, to, to go and join to, the SWAT to, team to, to, at assault, Waco. to assault units in the FBI. And all right, I can see. Don't it. you know who it was? Who, who did Waco? It wasn't it? But it was. Uh, oh, was it, what's the eight? What's the alcohol? ATF. ATF. Yeah, it was, it was there. to the ATF who were hardly a 
high-profile organisation in, in terms of American law enforcement. If I was in the Secret Service, I'd want the FBI, Imagine I'd want the CIA. From, from defending the president to, yeah, to the ATF, I think is a massive step. Yeah. If you're the, and how weird that the ATF then... Your yeah. particular ATF that you were assigned uh, assigned to in your county just then happened, you know, fairly soon after that to be involved in one of the biggest. And you're sent in in the front line. Yeah. Like no, you've and been none of you came back uh, out. Look, Nobody else died. Look at this one. Nobody you, else died on the ATF. You've been guarding the president. Your knowledge of of counter terrorism, of your high level of a bodyguarding of. You know, threat observation is to the peak, mm. right? Every time you're out with the president in the streets, uh, walking down a street with the president, you're around him, you are scanning the crowd all the time. Anyone that just acts suspiciously, you're on your earpiece. Yeah, someone three rows back. They'll be shifty. Can you get rid of them? Any suspicion you have, right, has to be taken care of. And whether they're removed silently or forcibly dragged out the crowds kicking or screaming or you have a gunfire incident, you have to observe everybody. And everyone in that team is observing everybody. And for them to get busted down with that level of expertise they've got, they're trained by the best people in this business. Yeah, and then some moron ATF agents shot him to death and then three some, of them. And then some... Or, oh, by the way, you've gone from that and now you're in the ATF and you're storming this court's compound. That you've just set on fire with you've just children set on fire. inside. You know there's children this forever. I, think. I just think it's dodgy as fuck. Yeah. The bodyguards... Why would you not retain the expertise these men yeah. have got to pass on to the next generation of guards or to guard the next president while the next... Because they know he did a lot of coke. Because they knew he did a lot of kids old. and fuck... Yeah. yeah. That's Basically. it. They knew too much. And who knows more than anybody? The people that are looking after you. No smoke without fire. That's where the British system works. Yeah, so I reckon that's it's it. It's dodgy as shit. Yeah. There's agreed. something to I mean, it. yeah, it may not. It all may be weird coincidence, but I, it's dodgy as fuck, isn't it? Well, there is an article. If you Google it, listener, I'll just say this to end on. Like, if you want some uh, sort of levity, I suppose. Like, There is an article I read that said that this could could all be put down to basically confirmation bias and certain media outlets whipping things up and all that shit. But I think human instinct leads me to think uh, dirty people. Dirty people. Yeah. So, yeah. So let's play Full Alex to end the show. Simple game show, really. Mike finds us a couple of random clips of weirdos on the net. We put them against the arch saint of insanity himself, Alex Jones. It, remember, it's alright to go a little bit Alex, quarter Alex, half Alex, three quarters Alex on a train, but <laughs> never go full Alex. Were you trying to get crazy with this scene? Don't you know I'm local? So who's up first, Mike? Favourite of the show, Jesse Lee Peterson. Oh my god. No, right, Jesse guy. Lee Peterson, what's he saying? He's saying Representative Sean Duffy is a beta male and his wife is a selfish woman. Oh, we've had this beta male before from here, haven't we? Because Jesse Lee Peterson's such an alpha. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, he's 
Looks half blind and retarded. So he's such an alpha. All right, crack on. Sorry, my bitterness is coming out a little bit this week. So uh, Jesse Lee Peterson apparently, apparently loves a beta male, even though he's hardly an alpha himself. His wife is having a tenth child. And as a result, they I guess they did some type of test while the baby is still in the womb. And they found out that the baby has heart problems. And that, um, apparently, the baby's going to have to have surgery or something, whatever, to correct the problem. But this guy, Sean Duffy, is stepping down from his job because of that. Beta male! But that's not what take the cake. What (laughs) takes the cake is that his wife, let me see his wife again. Yeah, she's gorgeous. And, uh, nine Not children. Bad for nine kids. Let me see another picture of her. Nine kids. She's gorgeous. Nine children. She's gorgeous anyway. With him, apparently. And she's working. Oh, Jesus. She's one of the Fox News commentators or something like that. And so, my question is, what kind of a woman would be married to a man who can provide because this man is a congressperson, I believe. He can provide for the family. Why does she have to work? Why doesn't she stay oh, home, be a wife, a mother, and help raise the children? And now this guy has to step down because of this baby apparently has some issues, according to what's been reported. My thing is, the man needs to continue working the woman can stay home and deal with whatever issues that need to be done. The man can help out in form or whatever he needs to do, but he shouldn't quit his job for that. Oh. I guarantee you she's making him do it. This woman is a selfish, egotistical woman. And this man is too beta male to call, make her do the right thing. And now he's stepping down from his job like a little beta male. This woman is a selfish woman. She, nine kids, she's trying to be like a man. <laughs> or to be seen by the world as a worker. She's such a working woman. Women, God has given you the gift to be the assistant of the man, to watch oh. over his children, to make sure things are well at home, to be there when the kids come home, to cook, clean, provide in that way. There's no greater job for a woman than that. And I don't know why these men would marry these women if they don't have that mindset. It's like being married to another man. (laughs) It's selfishness. It's not love. And she's all grinning because she has control over him. He's a beta male. So, Sean Duffy... He's got ten kids! You are a beta male! It's ridiculous. Really ridiculous. It's sad for the children. I'll right. just say, while you pause it there, that family <coughs> photo that we can see of the nine children, to my eyes, one, two of them, one is a baby uh, of the nine. The, the next youngest, I'm going to guess, is about two. Yeah, the so, eldest looks about, what, 12, 13? Yeah, and the rest are ranging in between there. So the vast majority of the nine children will be at school for eight hours a day. 
obviously going to need their mother to help them in the mornings and the evenings. And their father, sort of thing. Their but father. there's absolutely no fucking conceivable reason why she can't go out and do a job that she wants to do during the day while these children are at school and while their husband's at work. And if they're wealthy enough, I don't see... Which they are. Obviously, and some people might criticise them for this, but again, if you pay a nanny to watch the baby for a few hours a day while you're going to your job, does that make you a fucking bad person? Did anyone in that family photo look to you in any way unhappy, abused, nope. or like they were not living the sort of dream, upper-middle-class fucking existence, or wearing beautiful clothes in their beautiful home? What a stupidly fucking small-minded... All I could think of while he was saying that was like, what am I missing saying? Because like, I get accused by her of being old, too old-fashioned and thinking that I can go to work, come home and not have to chip in, basically, which I don't believe. It's just, I'm honestly too fucking tired sometimes and I have to be asked and that winds her up that she has to ask me. But anyway, that's a bit too much inside information for you, listener. My point is... I'm going to give us some more inside information, don't worry. This mother... What a fucking bitter... Hateful, hateful, shitty little man. Why would she want to go out and get a job? What? Oh, maybe for she's some personal satisfaction, mate. Maybe because she's a human fucking being and she wants something out of this fucking life. And maybe she's been at home for the last nine kids. Maybe it's exactly. time for the man to take a bit of time off. Have a break, yeah. The, the baby's got a fucking health condition. We yeah. like what oh, say. He's a beta male because the baby's got a health condition. Probably a Never mind one in thousand chance that this baby's got this condition. It could happen to anybody. And he's on kid number 10. Maybe it's just... And this... Oh, you know what? I'm going to unleash the bitterness. Fuck it. This guy's a massive cunt. And you know what? If anyone who's listening wants to fucking put this to JLP, to Jesse Lee Peterson, the JLP show... I'll call you out and say you're a massive cunt and I'll fucking call you up and do it. Because you are the lowest dregs of humanity for me. I could shoot you in the face and not feel a flick of a fucking emotion. Seriously, you are the lowest for me. The yeah. shit you've heard you say over these these months, this these last two years, I fucking despise you. He's awful. You're and a terrible human being. You are. Uh, you, I just you affect are him. Absolutely, and I feel sorry for your fucking family. If that's who you are when you get home, if you're doing this for show, well done. You've succeeded. You've triggered me. Well done, because <laughs> I would punch your skull into the ground. Yeah. But, but if oh, I feel if this is how you are at home. And that's how you address your wife, your children, your daughters, your sons. This is how you talk to them. I I feel genuinely sorry for you. Bigger the front, bigger the back. Well, I'll guarantee you he's fucking male prostitutes in a motel. But what's I'll the, guarantee you. What's his problem with, mate? So the guy's he's got... A be, he's a beta male. He's got ten kids, mate. How many have you got? He's got a family... Um, I'd say he's pretty... He's a, you know, I don't know the guy. He's a fucking senator. Fine. He might be a cunt of a senator. He might be a really nice guy. You've got no right to comment on this guy's fucking personal life. You've got no right at all. He's had fucking nine kids before this. One of them's got a heart condition. Might be a one in one, two hundred thousand chance. This he wants kid's to ill. Take time this off. kid's ill. He wants to take some time off. And you're mocking him for that? 
You're mocking him for this? You know what? He's not even in this competition this week. Expunge that from the fucking record. This guy's just a massive prick. Oh, fuck him. Right then, so he's expunged the record. Who we got? <laughs> Don't fall up for the next one. <laughs> Coach Dave. Well, uh, question I, the Holocaust. I've actually heard this in, in midweek. Friend um, of the show, Coach Dave. I don't even want to call him a friend of the show. Uh, he's a regular. Twat of the show. <laughs> this is what blew me away. The general subdivision of religions of the world is distributed very nearly in the following proportions. 1900, these are the total Christians. Okay, Christians. 405 million Christians in the world. Jews, 7,000 or 7,500,000. Muslims, Mohammedans, 160 million. Buddhists, 350 million. Pagans, 200 million. Other Asiatic religions, 257,500 dollars. But see, 500,000. But see, you just missed the most unbelievable statistic, and I'm not going to get into depth about it because you're going to call me names. What? In 1900, there were 7,500,000 Jews in the world. In, in 1900, 7,500,000. 500,000 Jews in the world. This ain't forged. This isn't, uh, uh, what's that thing? It doesn't matter. <laughs> 7 million, 500,000 Jews in the world. Go back, Connor. Is okay. internet fucked up? Did no, somebody no. explain to me how 6 million of them died in Germany? That's all I'm going to say. I'll let you figure the rest out. So, uh... This file lost off as well. Hey, go to the... Uh, uh, Connor, go to the pronunciation Bible, the price, so you guys don't think I'm crazy. Michelle's taking this to the bindery today. They found a place in... in You're going to have to explain Bible. this to me when it's right, finished talking. That's right, Kevin. 40 I'm years confused. later, 6 million of them died, right? Huh? In Germany. They were all in Germany and died in Germany? No. Uh-oh, I'm making some of you nervous. That's okay. That's okay. You're fucking incorrect. What was he saying there? He was basically trying to say there was only seven and a half million Jews in Europe, and then he backtracked in towards 1900. the end. In 1900. And he backtracked towards the end and said, oh, and they were all killed in Germany. Well, no, the answer to that is well, not. We know they were. Um, they, were the... they were moved in from all across Europe. There was French Jews, there was Danish Jews, there was German Jews, there was Polish Jews, there was Russian Jews. There was every country you can think of in Europe, Jews. Yeah, and are you saying they were all killed in Germany? They weren't killed in Germany, were they? No, they, they were the, killed across the Europe. Death camps was, were all um, over the fucking place. Yeah, and I would love Dave Dalmar to meet my granddad, who was one of the first guys to liberate Belsen as part of the King Shropshire Light Infantry, and he saw the shit that went on firsthand. He saw the survivors coming out of their tents, wasted echoes of humanity, he referred to them as, and... I'd love him to be there because my granddad, even in his 80s, would beat the fucking shit out of Dave Dale Meyer. What's this for document? even suggesting this? And this is some document he's got. Well, I would argue that in 1900, when anti Semitism has always been high in Europe, I'd imagine a lot it's of a Jews piece in of Europe. Propaganda, though, isn't it? Yeah, I'd imagine a lot of Jews what in Europe. What is to mention is that 45 years 
the population doubled. Yeah. I would also so the amount of Jews doubled, so that's 15 million. Always remember, though, Mike, it's you know? not popular to be a Jew. So you might identify on a census as a Christian. And yet, didn't, like, I didn't know this till recently, that part of the uh, propaganda was that they actually made videos of, like, uh, like guys working in a factory and they'd be like, and they'd play it to the German people, like, everybody in this factory is a Jew. They've all been moved to another country yeah. where they get to work in these lovely factories and have these lovely lives. Look at them all, Jewish, yeah. in a factory. And so you, your average German was like, well, they're all right then, isn't it? We, we can vote to fucking ship them out. Yeah, here we go. So, propaganda. So, so that document, uh, this fuck... That, you're not beyond the realms of... We're not in conspiracy theory territory to say that document could be fucking... Well, exactly. This, but also yeah. remember, this man believes in a magic cheating. man in the sky, so his he's, he's illusions of reality it. are quite. And he's quoting it like, like it's the gospel and it's factual. Like, um, oh, this guy's a fucking. Well, we know he's a dick because we deal with him regularly. But so so far, on the batshit crazy scale, we've actually we've just we're on the hateful scale more than we've had like viciously uh, sexist. We've now got Holocaust. Viciously a prick. Holocaust denial. <laughs> just Holocaust denial. So we've got. So yeah, we're on the hateful scale right now. So I think Alex could come in and smash this Ooh. if he. Oh, is he going to go hateful what verb too? Verb to use. Oh yeah. Oh, okay, here we come. What's a uh, Alex smashes? Alex Jones smashes Roku with a hammer. I don't uh, know what a Roku is. Can someone help me out? It's a device, isn't it? It's some sort of internet device, Something like, that, like yeah. an Alexa type. You know, I'm with him so far. The type of thing he'd think was insane. Because I'd never have one of them in my house. But come on, Alex. I'm playing on him this week. So I, we've had two hateful cunts this week. They weren't that funny. No. So he's no, got to smash it. It just made me angry. Yeah. So come on, Alex. I'm, I'm counting on you this week. Control. We'll do five more minutes with Tom Papert and the next hour TV station manager here. But people ask, how are you so excited? I have I've had one cup of coffee today. When this stuff happens, <laughs> I get energized, man. They're, they're, they're taking our children's birthright. They're killing America in front of us. So if you're a radio listener, I have a hammer in my hand, a small sledgehammer. I don't know the technical name of this. A four-lib sledgehammer. Four-pound, four-lib. It's a four-pound four four claw hammer, Alex. Four-lib. I am going to the Roku uh, commie stick. I mean, I'm not saying take away their free speech. I'm not saying I'm going to shut them down. I wish no, no harm against them. I'm saying that you're smashing my free speech, you're out of my life. And everyone I know that knows you is going to have you out of their lives, Roku. So, it's fitting that you be destroyed. On top of the Roger Stone books, I don't smash the table, the Clinton War on Women, available at InfoWarsStore.com. So, bye-bye to Roku, hello to Cloud. Ah! That didn't feel too good. Can we bring it back up here one more time, please? May I have an assistant here? Again, it's like Alan Cringeworthy. It's going wrong. I'm being very, very judicious. Yeah, no, it's fine. Can I just have the the, uh, the stick? Thank you. I need to finish killing it. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. All right, I'm, I'm being judicious here, but I need to go ahead and act a little bit more manly and take this sucker out. Close shot, please, for the money shot. <laughs> All right. And now let's get the box. Sorry, that fell off again. Will somebody bring me the box, please? Ah, and then we'll, uh, this oh, is this cringe. We'll smash it on Jeb and the Bush crime family. Yes, we will uh, We will take care of that for everyone right now. Thank you very much, uh, Daria. There you go. Maybe we should have her do it. She's tougher than I am. Here we go. There we go. Let's see how it, how it 
How do I like that? I'm really not trying. Oh, tough little bugger. Sound <laughs> like America. I wish Roku would have joined America, but it just can't seem to do it. That little sucker's tough to take out. I should be wearing safety glasses here and being more politically correct, because I'm not really even hitting it hard. <clears throat> so, come here. I'm getting you. <laughs> I'm going to get this guy. This sucker's tough. Roku, you will pay. He pitched I'm going to a jar of pickles. Do what? I'm going to use the back side of the hammer. Well, it is a little little compound little sucker. I tell you, Roku's almost as tough as the First Amendment. But, you know, they killed it, so maybe, maybe, maybe we can deal with them. There you go, right there, ladies and gentlemen. Say bye-bye. I'm gonna stop ranting now. I apologize making you hold John. John, I say a hard one this week. What do we go with? Because it's supposed to be the insanity scale. I'm striking the first off on the record. I'm making an executive decision. Well, because he's just a twat. We get that every week, though. Yeah, but there's, there's levels of trashness. Okay. He's just being... He's just being an idiot. I mean, he's just peddling crap for the sake of peddling crap. For his own opinion that's so narrow-minded that he can't see out of it. He's just an idiot, and I would gladly punch him in the face repeatedly. Yeah. All right, then. So I think we've got to go with... Basically, Alex... It's basically you're a Holocaust denier, Alex Jones. <laughs> Alex failing to smash a device clearly on camera and then stating he that he's it. just destroyed it. <laughs> <laughs> clearly he hadn't. <laughs> Mr. Manly, Mr. fucking Butch, Alex Mr. Jones. The gorilla. He looked at a hammer and described it as a 4LP. <laughs> 4LP. <laughs> And that's what I'm That's them you in measurement over there. We do stones, they do pounds. How does he not know LB is pounds? He described his limbs. That's what I mean. How does he, who lives in America, not know that a hammer might have its weight written on it? Four LBs, if you saw that. Oh, look at that, it's four pounds. No, not Alex. He's, hey, look at that. I've got a four lib He around. reads books, don't you know? <laughs> he does. About He's always telling us how educated he is. <laughs> Every week, how much more educated he is than your average person. How much smarter he is. How much history he pays attention to. Yeah, but he doesn't yeah, yeah, he fucking does. know the unit of measurement. He doesn't, he doesn't know <laughs> that LB is pounds. It's four <laughs> LBs. But I can't vote for Dave. Alex, go on, just by default. He's good. Cause the other two, were they weren't mental. They were just hateful people yeah. this week. There wasn't any conspiracy in it. They were just... The one guy was basically saying a woman can't have... If a woman has children and a career, she's a hateful, yeah, selfish remember, bitch and her husband is a beta yeah. male. And, after and then having, the second one said yeah. that the Holocaust didn't happen. Remember Jessie Lee Peterson? Mm. She's had nine children. The mm. tenth has a, has, has a health condition... And he's packed in work for a bit to look after the baby. And but he's criticising that. That's what he yeah, said. That makes him a beta male. No, he's got nine children, mate, for a start. I doubt you have. So he is He is talking the most shit this week. He's talking the we most shit, give right? him the victory. No, 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 I refuse to. we don't want to endorse him because he's a cunt. So we'll give it to Alex, just out of the fact Alex that he, wins then? He failed Alex, let's face it, though, we can justify it because Alex 
is the most crazy this week because he's repeatedly missing with a hammer, uh, for uh, a libs, a four libs hammer, <laughs> while libs. while you know claiming that he's destroying hammer. it. Uh. <laughs> so, yeah, you can see on the camera you're not even hitting it, mate. <laughs> Every single stroke of that hammer, I thought, what oh, did he miss that? Ah, oh, fuck him. There you go then. Alex has got it. Yeah. Right. Let's do it. Right. Thank you very much for listening. I'm Bing Ben, and I'm going to say, don't drink the Flavor Aid, and don't join a call. I big guys. I will say, please subscribe to Sewage Pipe Gaming, Free Biff Tannen, and thank you for listening. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you.